where we try our best to maintain a professional atmosphere with the highest quality audio, sometimes accidents happen. But this isn't one of those times. This week, I won't say who, but one of the crew members, while slowly turning into a pumpkin, got a bit too fidgety and kicked the power cord out of his recording device. As a result, first couple hours of said nameless person's track are now lost to the ages. Thankfully, being the high-quality production we are, we had a backup reference track to fall back on. So just over the first hour or so of the show may sound slightly lower quality than you're used to, but hey, we'll take that over losing the show entirely. Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is September 27th, 2020. My name is Eric Peters and joining me today, Mr. Tom Ragan. Hey, guys. <laughs> we got Mr. Dan Curtis. I'm more concerned about why Tom was caressing his breasts while he said hello there. I was holding like, he, was, he was puffing them out, too. It looked painful. Like You got to get the right. Full-on full on mammary grab, grab there. You know that men can get breast cancer, right? You give yourself a, a frequent check. They can, they can. Yeah. Ugh, these t- these things ticking time bombs. <laughs> we, got, we got Mr. Mike Tyson. I've been thinking back over the comments made on the last show, and uh, between the dicks on the shower wall, the flashlight, and then like the week, the show before that, which had the shit on the bread whilst on the toilet. <laughs> I'm wondering if the listeners think that coming to the bathroom in my place is just a fucking wild ride. <laughs> just an absolutely wild ride. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Mike. That time that I stayed at your house still haunts me to this day. <laughs> what about when you came to my house? Fucking hell. Well, that was just marking my territory. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the king. <laughs> your, cats, your cats piss on your um, downstairs equipment. Yeah, they mark their territory. Yeah, well, you know, long story short, I'm going to piss on them and mark my territory in return. <laughs> All right, so you, Felix Ratchet, line up. I read a review of this show once that said that if you don't enjoy literal potty humor, you know, maybe they're onto something. Yeah, considering 90% of all episodes starts in this manner. Mm. Takes us a while. You know, there is is on Skyward Sword, you know, because we like to talk about Zelda, there's a point with a hand in the toilet there. Oh. Is that? And there's a guy stuck in a toilet in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Someone's drinking out of a Final Fantasy mug. There, we've met our quota of Zelda and Final Fantasy within the first two minutes of the show. You guys can turn it off now. That's all we talk about. Quick, everybody type loudly on their keyboards. That's <laughs> <laughs> still bingo. Oh, shit. I was actually in the document. Well, Dan played plus one. <laughs> We're so fucking bitter about our reviews, aren't we? <laughs> No, we just don't take them seriously. Except the good ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're very important. I won't accept anything less than five stars. Thank you very much. Less than five, you go fuck off. <laughs> I'm definitely not bitter about my personal reviews at all. <laughs> <laughs> when you have as many as I do, you just learn to... <laughs> you just roll with it. Yeah, duck, water, back, something like that. <laughs> 
you can put you're bringing Dookie back. <laughs> Bring Dookie back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how, how is everyone? everyone? I'm I'm beat to it. Beat to it. Beat you to it. See, I I'm, care more about I care more about my friends than you do, Eric, because I asked them how they all were first. See? Fuck it's because really, I'm bitter and I'm walking like half an hour before this shit. Because so. my game room smells like cat piss. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Why does you your game room smell it? like cat piss, Eric? Because my cat's pissed in it. All over it. Which they cat? Ruined. Fuck, I don't know. Probably Felix. Ratchet sat by and encouraged him. Yeah, go piss over there. Do it. Fuck his shit up. So what was ruined? Or what was potentially ruined? Well, here's the backstory. About three-ish, four weeks ago, maybe, I started getting this faint whiff of cat pee. And anybody who's ever had a cat pee somewhere they're not supposed to, like, you you understand. Like, that smell sucks. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I hate it. So I'm really sensitive to it. I could never isolate it. And it was only in really weird spots and it was never consistent. So I chalked it up to, well, maybe it's a leftover scent from the previous owner. Maybe they had a cat or something because, you know, I, I can't find it. And then I thought it was coming through the vent. Maybe it's just something that smells like ammonia. I don't know. So I, I just gave up on it. And last night we had some company over and uh, we were looking at stuff in the game room. And Amelia went, ew, one of the cats peed right there. And I went, like what? They didn't pee right there. You probably spilled your water bottle. And I looked down, and there's a little blob of water. And I'm fucking I see it. Amelia gets the blame again. Well, <laughs> then I got down and I stuck my nose in it, and uh, it is definitely cat piss. And that's when I started pulling on the thread of the whole cat piss thing. And the whole bottom shelf of my Calyx shelf that has art books, every one of my uh, mini consoles in box, my entire Mega Man comic book collection, covered in cat piss. And Eric it wasn't just right in it and got himself some WAP. We're talking wet ass Peterson. Yeah. Well, it's also a wet ass pussy too because it's from the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so the, que- the question is does the cat piss add to the value or does it depreciate from the value? There's got to be somebody who collects that. <laughs> I mean, I could probably go into Reddit and find some sort of cat piss fetish forum. Jesus. Cat piss. Okay. Yeah, it's a really posh <laughs> version of cat piss. You know, pish, posh. There's yes. got to be some market on clips for sale for that, surely. Is it I definitely? Can start a, I can definitely start a though. If I checked the mortgage deeds if the previous owner was called Cuddles or something, I would definitely uh, look, that, look, look that one up. I think <laughs> I'd notice that there's a stray cat wandering in. <laughs> but yeah, it had. It was not just last night. Like I had discovered, there was this crystallized layer of cat piss because when oh. cats pee, they don't squat; they just lift up their tail and just <laughs> like a rhinoceros and just spray. One and of my vitals got it. And it then Jim Carrey comes out. All over it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good old Ace Ventura joke there for you. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> Christy and I spent the evening pulling everything off and uh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> down to business and then we cleaned up all the cat pee. Uh, but yeah, it it sucks. Fortunately. A few things are salvageable, like the NES Mini and the Super Nintendo Mini, I think, dodged a bullet. If anything, they got maybe a few droplets on it. But like the the uh, PlayStation Mini, the Sega Genesis Mini, the uh, Turbo Graphics Mini, piss just soaked into the cardboard. So those things are fucked. Uh, um, my Yoshitaka... We learned here, my friend, and those lessons are, remove <laughs> these items from the box. <laughs> no, because then they were... Yeah. 
Listen, listen. The Yoshitaka Amano art books, which are it's a huge, really nice art book set that I have. Are, it, it's in a it's in a case, and unfortunately, that case is wrapped in cloth, and that thing got sprayed to high hell. But the books inside are fine. So, unfortunately, sure you can wash the cloth though, right? No, because it's cardboard underneath it. Oh, now stupid. Yep. So I lost a, lost quite a bit of stuff. Speaking um, of stupid, a bit of um, housekeeping from last week. We completely forgot to mention that you said floories instead of stories or flaws last week. Maybe I can't was... believe we missed it. I missed it on listen back as well. <laughs> I'm, I caught it as soon as I said it. I went, oh my God, I hope they don't catch that. <laughs> I, I need to find out who brought it to our attention because I need to give them some credit for that. Wasn't <laughs> I'm going to go have a look. Daniel Gomez or Santos or someone? Uh, it wasn't Santos. I'll go have a look. I'll find out. I'm talking about she's pretty sure. It's, or Daniel McQueen, one of the two. I'll go and have a look. Yeah. But yes, I, I'm officially added it to the official um, Eric Peterson wiki. dictionary of nonsense. Eric Peterson's wiki dictionary. <laughs> Just give me, with, with enough time, given enough time, I will create my own language. <laughs> I think we should be taken off the air before that happens. Uh, Lay the groundations upon the floories. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought floories sounded like a breakfast cereal, so I. Very I thought that's what Mike drives it. every day as a flory. <laughs> uh, it was Daniel Queen. You were right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for bringing that to our attention, Daniel. Because no, I no. missed that. See, my jokes are so subtle that you guys don't even pick up on them. That's the thing. Yes. Joke. Joke. You just can't speak properly. <laughs> hey, how do you know I didn't have it written down? Because it's you. <laughs> Listen. We, can barely, we can barely access a document that we have every single week. So you're not going to write down notes for the show. Are you? Why would I put my notes in the, in the document and give you guys a heads up to my top tier comedy? Because you're an idiot. Uh, great defense. <laughs> well, it's, works, just the stand, it's just the standard response at this point. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah, but I, I like Flory's, Eric. It's a good one. Yeah. I like all the cereal boxes that came out of it, too. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun making that one. Flories, the taste will floor you with tidbits of genuine carpet and flooring tile. <laughs> You're welcome. Me, this cereal's really crunchy. It's breaking my teeth. <laughs> now be the floor, son. Put hairs on your chest. That's when you bring out the special edition ones, which have cat piss carpet as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Love my cats to death, but they did not earn any favor points yesterday. <laughs> no, they're cute uh, enough. I'm off. They'll be fine. Yeah, I, must admit, I like Ratchet better, Eric. I think just Felix getting used to the evil. That's great. Ratchet's got his own nightly uh, uh, TV spot now. I feel like Felix is a very loyal cat. Yeah, he is. Not loyal to me. He pisses all over my shit. He's <laughs> like, you stay away from my lady. <laughs> Who's this lady? Christy. Oh. Didn't realize you were in direct competition. 
I've seen what you've done to her. Piss on you. Pissed on Christy. That came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder what that tarpaulin in your bedroom was for. <laughs> Jesus. You guys did mention you're into water sports, but... <laughs> yes. Particularly the showering after. <laughs> as long as it's not Mike shower. <laughs> Depends on your mood that day. We got juke cannon soap, and we got dicks on the walls. What more do you want? <laughs> this is the his shower and the so, her did you shower. The last episode? The last episode? No, I didn't. So some of it's lost on me. (laughs) Basically, Mike has loads of knobs on the walls of the shower, and I'm not sure why, but we just... And the other one has a flush. That's shower. It did it. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. See about you not getting a reference. I I, I made a joke about the beginning of the last show in the WhatsApp chat last week, and Tom was the first one to laugh, despite him having zero context whatsoever. (laughs) He's just like, really he's like Felix. He's loyal. He's, he's really dedicated to making you feel better. It must have been, but it must have just been out of context. It must have just been funny. No, I think that you've just become conditioned. It's a Pavlovian response. Mike says something, you chuckle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> end up ringing Tom. Tom, I've got got something really serious. I'm uh, afraid my mum's just died. Stop <laughs> <laughs> pissing myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hangs up. Cat's like, what do you say? No fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair with us lot, it's so hard to tell when somebody's been serious. I really don't think we'd take anybody seriously. No. For the most part. <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> what do you say? I don't know. Something about his house subsiding? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Eric, you know this extra track we've got going here? Nope. You do on the video thing. Yeah, what it's about just it? Looks like a Patrick Seal logo. Yeah, can you not like each week like zhuzh it up with like some sort of silly image to make me laugh? Like my wiener. I mean, I would laugh. Yeah, sure. Well, next next show. Yeah. It'd be lost on the listeners for sure, but yeah, it'd make would me, it? It'd make me feel for the one person who watches the video version, yeah, or the zero, which never gets uploaded. <laughs> really selling the Patreon there, guys. Good work. The what? Proud of you. Well, I've been trying to get Eric to sort out the Patreon merch because it's a new thing listen, on there. And listen. he's decided to go, oh, I'm going to listen to that, but I'm going to ignore it for six months <laughs> like I always do because listen. I don't want to earn any merch money from my podcast, which I've been doing for the past eight years. I'd rather <laughs> just sit here and look like an idiot. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. (laughs) I'm going to say something dumb, which makes no sense as an excuse. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) can we talk about the fucking sticker on Tom's hat instead? No, actually, come on. No, bring that up in the main show, because I want some listener feedback on this. Yeah, all right. Come on, come on, Eric, spit it out. Dan's on my side with this, so it's not just me. 
Yeah, Ugh. but you are the two old fogies of the group, so... <laughs> what have I done? older than me! What? Aren't you older than me? No, you're older than me. No, I'm not. And I yeah. am the youngest of all of us. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Hey, you're, you're definitely older than me, Eric. Not by much, but you are older than me. Mm. My birthday's uh, November. Of 85, right? 86. Uh, and my mother's maiden name is this, and the last three digits on the back of the card. Is... <laughs> <laughs> my last three addresses were... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was no, giving yeah, Tom yeah. some guff because he's got a flat-billed hat with a sticker still on it, and uh, I asked him why he didn't take his sticker off because it's meant to come off. And, Mike, when you were gone fixing your crapper net, I came up with an argument... Against that, that Tom didn't have a response to. So let me hear your response well, to this. Your argument was weak. It was not weak. It was, so weak. It was, it was not like weak. it's a status symbol. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You said <laughs> I leave it on there because it's meant to be on there. Okay, well, fucking when you buy a pair of pants, there is a there there's a sizing sticker that runs down the thigh. Do you leave that on? No, because that's for information. Yeah. So that, was that that's what, what I said. Tom's hat says snapback. That's what it does. That's all it says is snapback to tell you that's yeah. a snapback hat. Okay, all right. You're so I'm gonna TV. leave the Why? sticker on my jeans so that everybody okay, knows right, exactly right, right. how bad I am. Your Sony TV <laughs> has Sony at the bottom of it. Does that need to be there? No, but it's painted on. You physically can't take it off without damaging it. You could paint over it. Yeah, and you could take my Samsung thing as a badge. Take that off. This it's is a status a, symbol, right? I don't yeah. need to ha- tell people yeah. that I have a Samsung TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, weak argument. Weak. Weak. They're not Do part of the style. Time. The sticker is part of the style of the hat if you want it to be. You don't leave the sizing on. Like, you don't see someone walking down the street with the sizing <laughs> on the trousers. You go, ooh, he's fashionable, isn't he? Ooh. MMMMMMM. I suppose you could you know, have you had no one that was on there and then you end up wandering down the street. I don't know. I'm going to start that trend. Who's with me? Leave your stickers on your pants. I'm a yeah, and then, the pants and then when point. I buy shoes where the, the, the shoes are still laced together, I'm not going to unlace them. But you have to. No, when I buy a dress shirt that's got all the fucking pins in it, I'm going to leave all those in because those were meant to be there. But you have to wash this that is shirt. Because the thing is, the sticker is not a functional part of the hat. It is a design design choice. Whereas all these yes, things we're now talking about are functional <laughs> parts of the item. <laughs> yeah, they're functional parts of the item. Whereas the thing isn't. It's a style choice. Uh, Official mascot of Florida. Very true. Design. Design. <laughs> we'll put stickers on all your I shit. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to your house and put stickers on fucking everything. We'll call it design. <laughs> that thing ain't fucking cool enough. Needs another yeah, sticker. Argument. Designed. It's not a weak, weak argument. argument, dude. It is no. a weak argument. You know it is. <laughs> Paper thin, I'm afraid. I'm pretty sure I could get it to hold some water if I really tried hard. <laughs> if you dig your heels in enough, maybe. Yeah, I'll <laughs> dig a hole big enough to hold water at some point. Yeah. Give us some feedback in the Facebook community. Send us some pictures of yourselves with your hats. Stickers on, oh, stickers man. on. I, let's take it even a step further. What you got to do is you got to go like this and bend the bill 
and just get into that Midwestern. Oh, fucking right, bud. Look at this hat. Had this one since I was 12. I, <laughs> how would part of your soul die if somebody came in and curved the bill of that hat? Uh, see, I always thought there were just uh, several different styles of hat. Like you can buy hats that are the more traditional style, like this. But yeah, I that's prefer I, I prefer the flat ones. Just they, they feel like they look better on me. Okay. Anyway. So this may I sound like, like a duck bill platypus. So that's the style I go for. Here's here's one thing about hats that I've never understood. And sorry, this is not a hat podcast, but that's where you struggle. My head. <laughs> Why do people tuck their ears into their hat? What? Is that a thing? That is a fucking thing here. And oh, they look into like a baseball cap style hat. Stupid. No, I've never seen that, Eric. This is literally the first time I've ever heard of this. Oh, dude, it is a fucking thing. Yeah, look. Um, let's have a look. All right, here's... Keep this, your is fucking, warm. this is fucking like Robin Big, man. Like those are those are people. Those are big name people. I see it all the time. No, I've never seen that before. <laughs> like that guy. <laughs> it's like you. <laughs> that's, like, that's the stupid face you pull sometimes when you take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So, uh... This is how Chavs wear it in the UK. Hang on, I'll send you a link. No, don't. I don't need Zelda. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Can I see Jesus the bottom of that Christ, What kind of depths of the internet did you get that one from? <laughs> He's just exhausted every other picture of Link on the internet. He's got to start going <laughs> to the dark web. First of all, that looks like it's in Lon Lon Ranch. And all we can see <laughs> is the top half of a topless Link who appears to be Roger in something. So There has got to be a sheep or a horse involved in the rest of that photo. <laughs> Honestly, that just came up when I put Link Zelda in there. <laughs> I don't believe you. Insert Anchorman GIF. It looks like we're, looks like we're watching um, looks like we're watching an image on dial-up internet where you just gradually get yeah, more and more. As a kid, you're just getting ready. Like, come on, finish it, finish it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, there's a nipple. <laughs> oh, 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 mom, get off the phone. <laughs> Good times. Oh, this joke's not fun anymore when you realize what I'm going to do. <laughs> Kids these days don't understand how bad it was back then. You had to really hope that, that one image... I think, image I said, I think I've said it before. I missed the day of a line wire. Is it a virus? Is it pornography? Is it the music you want? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, uh, yes. Did somebody appropriately name this video? <laughs> oh. Hot girls. Wild West. A dude showing up, and you got yourself another copy of Meat Spin. It's the fifth one this week. <laughs> I'll drag that to the Meat Spin folder. <laughs> Not Lemon Party. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, don't oh, no. just stop me. Oh, God. It's two girls, one cup again. Tub Girl? No. Oh, good news. My internet seems to have sorted itself out. We have just given you a bunch of shit to not Google. Yeah, Tub Girl is a classic. <laughs> Does this still exist? I don't know. To Google! <laughs> Eric, private browsing. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Preferably a VPN. Control, control shift. Not a VPN. Tub Girl. Oh, he knows the show. 
Anyone want to link here on Reddit? Anyone want to link the Tub Girl post? Oh God, does it work? Somebody made a girl birthday cake. Oh no! No. What? Hold on, I gotta tell them that I'm 18. <laughs> Does someone want to describe what we're looking at? Because I don't. I don't know what we're looking at. I physically can't. Who does this shit? Come on, someone describe. Eric, you found it. Okay, well, I'm gonna look for this. I'm gonna look for this fabled document instead because I feel like that's more appropriate. Or uh, just without context, post that photo into the group right now. (laughs) No. We're going to have to look at that for the rest of the show. Mike, post some more links. (laughs) Use use that for... I'll post some more images of documents. (laughs) Use that for the show episode. (laughs) That's what I was about to say. (laughs) But just put Eric's head like in between the legs. God. Yeah, do you want me to send you some more pictures of Oh doctors? man. Early internet was a fucked up place. <laughs> <laughs> you have to worry about the Russians spying on you. Somebody get rid of that picture. <laughs> Hold on, I'll find blue waffle for you. No, let's just stop. <laughs> stop. You okay, Tom? I can't understand I can't, that. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't look at that. It's horrendous. Does someone want to describe it for the listeners? It's not 10, <laughs> 10 hours of mime jokes here. Oh, God. Go for it, Mike. No, I'm not describing it. <laughs> you found it. No. No, sometimes the mystery is left better left unsaid. I'm currently, you asked for link pictures, so I'm currently seeing out what I can find on DeviantArt. Something <laughs> <laughs> Tom is still recovering. You all right there, buddy? <laughs> Don't get any tears on your sticker. It might peel off. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I can't describe that. Seriously, can somebody get rid of that picture? That's awful. <laughs> there you go. I should never have asked. <laughs> not better. <laughs> So for, so for the listeners, what he had posted was it appears to be a cake of tub girl and it's just horrendous. <laughs> From a top-down view. I'd like to know what they used for that, though. Uh, it looks like um, like whipped butter. <laughs> but it's brown tint. I don't know. I'm not copy. The, the, uh, the, yeah, you're right. looks, the bathtub looks really good, though. Like They did a really good job on that. Very perspective. They did. It, I can't work out whether it's flat or not. No, 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 there's definitely... I wonder if they... Yeah, it looks like... It's 3D for the, the legs coming up. Yeah, the yeah. legs coming up oh, is yeah. 3D. Yeah. yeah, and then they've put... Like a, it looks like, <laughs> it's probably a scoop of ice cream. Do you reckon there's some kid somewhere who got that for his birthday party? 
<laughs> there was a mix up at the cake shop. <laughs> oh my god. The dad's in the back just dying. Gotcha, fucker. Well, know what cake to get Eric for his birthday. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> just don't do lemon party. <laughs> uh, I didn't put private browsing on for that even art search. Oh dear. Oh well. <laughs> well you've now been placed on some sort of list. Oh, God. I thought private browsing was just for buying your other half gifts and things like that. Nope, it's for looking at the darker sides of the internet. I see. Because it doesn't it stay in your unit. doesn't stay in your search history then. Your IP still sees it though, so we need a VPN for. Whatever. If they want to know what I'm looking at, whatever. Well, top girl cakes. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to see it, they have to see it. And there, my listeners, is another thing not to Google. (laughs) I've said this before, right? Don't get curious and think, it can't be that bad. It is. Don't Google it. (laughs) Just go back on X Hamster. Proper vanilla stuff. You'll be right. I don't know. I've seen some pretty non-vanilla stuff on X Hamster. (laughs) What is show even anymore? Right, video games. PlayStation 5 Showcase. We've got a release date. We've got price. we got pre-orders. Not Did you get pre-ordered? I got two no, pre-orders. Why have you got two? Well, because the first ones came up on the day of, and I got one through GameStop. Uh, and then they came up on Walmart, and I just wanted to see, because... I wanted to see if it was still going through so I could let everybody know and it came through. So I'm having that one shipped directly to my house because the other one at GameStop I got through uh, Ben back in Wisconsin. And if the one from Walmart actually shows up, I'm not going to have him ship me the one from Wisconsin. And then one of my other friends in Wisconsin will pick that one up instead. So so what you're saying is you've ruined some poor kid's Christmas. So you know, the original PS5. intent and I actually offered it up to a couple other people within the community, but they were all able to get one as well. Uh, I know that Stephanie and Juliet were trying to get one as well. So um, I ended up getting another Walmart one and said if they either of them weren't able to get one through any other pre-order means, I'd have the one from Wisconsin shipped out to them. So the intent was always however many I was able to get, I would give off to people who weren't able to get them in the community at three yeah, times. Give them hmm? <laughs> Old scalper Peterson over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought something so quickly on Amazon before. Like I was sat because they released a thing like really early that morning saying that we're going to go live at nine o'clock on Amazon. So I sat with Amazon just refreshing the page like a lunatic. <laughs> and finally it popped up and I just clicked buy straight away. <laughs> got it sorted. Did you have the one-click purchase thing set up? I don't think I did, no. Oh. Dude, it was a clusterfuck. That was an absolute shit show. Because they did the showcase and went, yep, pre-orders will start tomorrow. And then like three hours Whoa, whoa, later, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to correct you right there. They didn't say when the fucking pre-orders were going to go up. They didn't on their Twitter. The they did. No, the Twitter. Well, even before that, it was up to fucking Jeff Keighley. Was it? Yeah, like Jeff Keighley announced it all first. And he was the one who like ended up announcing a few other things that they didn't announce as well, like the fucking PS4 games being on PS4 and stuff. And th- then eventually the PlayStation's Twitter caught up. Huh. Like that was that was the beginning of the clusterfuck. And then obviously Walmart got involved and randomly posted a picture of PS5 with like the shush emoji. Well, and then and they started uh, pre-order. I think was actually one of the first that started opening it. 
Oh, I thought it was Walmart. Yeah, one of the two. No, Walmart was later. So I got my I got an email from Best Buy that says PlayStation Five is pre ordered pre ordered now. So I immediately went on there. Instantly sold out. Didn't even have yeah. an option. Yeah. There was a lot of people in America who like they went to bed thinking, Oh yeah, I'll get a PS five tomorrow and then woke up and did all fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't managed to get one here in Canada. So I thought you were trying to get one, Tom. Originally I wasn't originally I wasn't going to, and then I then I got quite excited by some of the um some of the hype around it and I tried to get one, but even so I'll have to I'll have to wait until whenever, whenever they come back. They're not gonna be in stock. It's a one time run thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, PS4 it is for me then. They're doing let, it doing let, a Nintendo and just uh, limiting stock. Yeah. Let me bring this up before someone calls me out on it. Yes, I know the past few shows I've been Johnny Big Spuds over here. Oh, I'm not going to jump into next gen straight away. I'm not going to bother. Yes, I did pre-order a PS5. Shut the fuck up. You think, you think a lot about your spuds, don't you? I wouldn't say they were big. <laughs> I was at work. Like I was at like a dock, like waiting for a container to be taken off and put back on my uh, lorry by a like, huge fucking crane above me. And I was just like... If they are still available <laughs> I just managed to get one off Amazon I was like fuck it I'll get it and then if I decide I don't want it at least I've had the option and it doesn't like, yeah that's what I should have done like, I was I was stupid yeah. my theory was if I get the pre-order I can decide in a few weeks if I definitely want it or not rather than in a few weeks going oh I really want one and then can't get one yeah I would normally but, give you a bunch of shit but I respect your decision yeah because so, uh, yeah, you would have felt bad had Dan and I had the new and shiny, and you didn't, and we were over here. Well, the interesting thing as well, because I, my big thing was, oh yeah, I really want a PS5, mainly for Miles Morales, and then literally after that showcase, Miles Morales and Horizon are now going to be on the PS4 as well, so in some ways, so, it kind of almost question backwards, because I've got a question about that. So when the PS4 came out, they had the generational crossover games, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were still good, but they were. You could definitely tell that the 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 PS4 version was hindered because it was also being developed for PS3 as well. Do you think we're going to have kind of that same crossover hindrance between the two generations? I don't think so, because I like I've been saying on this show for a while. I think the next thing about big thing about next generation is frame rate and graphics, not necessarily uh, frame rate and resolution, and to some degree, obviously on the consoles themselves, like just better use user functionality and stuff like that like you know faster load times and shit but the in terms of the actual games and the way they'll function i think for the first few years you don't really get any kind of back-end things going on for the actual game itself that differ too much yeah which, about that ray tracing isn't it that's the big mm-hmm. thing well which is why I, t- I think too that it's probably not super important to upgrade your tv to the newest 120 hertz refresh and all of that because i don't think too many of the the games that are coming out right away are going to take full advantage of that so maybe wait for tv no mate mate. pc frame rate frame rate frame rate pc PC. oh man you want to talk about a clusterfuck those rtx 3080s came out that made the ps5 pre-order look like a liquidation sale it was just ridiculous those things were sold out instantly everywhere across the board yeah couldn't yeah i couldn't get one and I signed up for notifications on the NVIDIA site, never sent those out, went out because they were supposed to go live at 9 a.m. Pacific time. No, 6 a.m. Pacific time. So I woke up early, got on and went to the Best Buy site, went to the NVIDIA site, went to, to Newegg, 
as soon as it flipped over, I hit refresh and it went from pre-order or went from coming soon to sold out. Never an option within one second. Every website. And so it that makes just, me wonder how many were available because I'm sure I've heard there's like a global shortage on um, chips and things like that. The problem with that, though, is that there were a lot of bots that were set up. And even NVIDIA said, yeah, you know what? Moving forward, we are going to uh, implement more security measures to discourage bots, uh, like putting a CAPTCHA code on our purchasing. It's like, Why do robots need new graphics cards? People set, up those, <laughs> people set those up because they're going to be great for um, Bitcoin mining. Because of how powerful they are. Yeah. <laughs> you alright, Mike? <laughs> Called me that. Did. <laughs> what? Dancing uh, about robots just tickled me. Sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, though, yeah, I, I want to go. I am I super excited about getting a PS5. Though this will be the first console I've ever bought at launch. Whoa. Same, but I want to go back ever so slightly before you brought up NVIDIA, right? Because you were talking about how the, um, you know, are you worried that these cross-generational games are going to hamper the, the next-generation games? And do you know what, right? And some people have started talking about it, but something I brought up the other day, right? Now, get, don't get me wrong, the original, like the Xbox One S is shit. Yes, I'm going to talk about Xbox, right? But Shocking. when Xbox announced that they, their games for the next couple of years were going to be across the Xbox One, and the Xbox Series X, everyone's like, oh, it's going to happen the games. Oh, I can't believe they're still developing for it. PS4, they've announced that the games are going to be across PS4 as well. Things like Miles Morales and, and Horizon. And you know what? Hardly anyone kicked up a fucking fuss. Because they got good games. Just my point, my point that I've been making for ages, everyone has fucking double standards. I'm not defending either side, but it's the fucking double standards that pisses me off. He spoke, Mike's spoken. Yeah. I Mike stopped listening when I started talking about Xbox, to be honest. <laughs> no games. <laughs> Ain't got nothing. You'll be launching straight into Stadia soon. Or Luna <laughs> at this point. Grant, granted, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm on the side of obviously Sony has better, like, does have better first party exclusives and everything like that. Like, I, you know, you, you can't defend that at all. But I think as it stands right now, because of everything across the PS4 and PS5 now. Technically, the Xbox Series X has more um, exclusives at launch, ironically. <laughs> but does it have Demon's Souls? No, it no. doesn't. I think Demon's Souls is the equivalent of about 10 exclusive IPs. That's how powerful that game is for me as a system seller. That is the first, at least from what I can rem- remember, one of the best console launch titles that we've seen in recent generations. Yeah, I mean, I, I've not played the Souls games, but I, I have to agree with you. Like, like just it's, what I know in terms of, you know, it is Souls a genuine system seller. Yeah, and do you know what? Um, looking at it, I'd, I'd argue it's the first game that looks, apart from things like Miles Morales, but like it's the first game I think that looks next gen. Did you guys go back and watch the actual four yeah. K streams? Of I that? did. Yeah, that's what, that. Unreal. Honestly, that was what made me be like, oh, I should have pre-ordered a PS Five. Yeah. That was what made me do it. So it just looks so good, man. It's like then they did that trailer and it started with the area in the Nexus. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a cinematic thing. Then they just showed a whole gameplay sequence in the tutorial. I was like, but if you look at it back against the original Demon Souls, the jump is incredible in quality. Yeah, Yeah, I'm afraid to go back and look at what the original Demon Souls look like. It was probably just a muddy mess. 
<laughs> I think yeah, I've mentioned on here before, like it's surprising how inferior the PS, especially early PS3 and 360 era, like how much different they look compared to the current stuff. Yeah. Um, Demon Souls, I, it wasn't that long ago I played it. It is pretty, like, it's pretty muddy, like, and, um, like the textures are all bit it's 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 very of its time. It's yeah. very yeah, early PS3 style. I so think this game it, though will really lend itself to like the lighting and stuff because it's such yeah. a dynamic world with all these darkened areas and stuff like that. I think it's gonna just look fantastic. It's it's one of those games that definitely deserves the full treatment. Um since it spawned off a whole like genre essentially. And this is a complete rebuild, correct? They're they're not just retexturing. I believe it's a a, a rebuild. Yeah, yeah it's a rebuild. It, it's by me by Blue Point who did um, Shadow uh, of the Colossus. They do such good stuff. Yeah, they did, um, didn't they? They did the Metal Gear HD collection they did as well. The Uncharted collection as well. Mm. I, I know what they're right. doing. Which yeah, they get trusted with a lot of big names, and they do such good work. They must make a fucking... Their, like, profit margins must be huge because they're not having to start a game from scratch. Right, right. yeah. And they hope, like, the things that they're, they're, they're remaking and, you know, remastering and stuff, you know, they're, usually, they're obviously big games that warrant being remastered or remade, so they're making a lot of fucking dollar off them. Yeah, these screenshot comparisons are amazing. Ugh, I'm so yeah. looking for it. That's, that's the only game I've actually pre-ordered for my PS5 because it's the only thing that'll be in the system. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the fucking pricing jump up. I mean, we've discussed before that they're probably going to seventy dollars in the UK, but that seems to have also translated to the UK, where you guys have gone from sixty up to seventy. We've gone from fifty to seventy in pounds. Yeah, that that sucks. Uh, what a jump! That, that's, yeah, that is because that equates to just over a hundred USD. But we're um, it, it, it's solidified for me. Yeah, it's solidified for me because I've told you I'm going to get both consoles eventually. It's solidified for me that I will be definitely getting the Series X as well because I think if that's going to be the pricing of games, something like Game Pass is going to be invaluable. Well, if I can't get my hands on an RTX 3080 in somewhat decent time, I'm going to try to get a Series X as well too. But there's also the clusterfuck about... Um, you know, the whole free upgrade and everything like that. Like, I'll, I'll just use Miles Morales as the example. And Dan, you couldn't believe this the other day because, like, Miles Morales, there's the standard version over here, which I think is 50 quid. And that just gets you the Miles Morales game for PS5. And then there's the ultimate Miles Morales, which gets you a remastered version of the PS4 Spider Man for PS5. So it's like an upgraded version. That's the only way to get that. Um, I think through the Miles Morales game, you can pay a little extra to get it as well. But the PS for Miles Morales is about 40 quid, but you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version if you have that one. So you could just buy the PS4 version, which is 10 quid cheaper, and then get the P- you'll be getting the PS5 version, which they're charging 50 quid for. This baffles me. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling bullshit. I'm sure somebody's got the wires crossed somewhere because it makes no sense. Because you didn't believe right. me at first, did you? When I said which version of yours, you said PS5. I still don't. I think, it, I think it's mad. <laughs> I, I just can't get my head around why they would release a PS4 version that can be upgraded to the PS5 version for free when they're trying to flog a PS5 version for more money. Because but yeah, the only things I pre-ordered is I, I'm, I'm getting the ultimate version of Miles Morales because I do want to see that remastered Spider-Man because I wanted to see the difference. I might play that for a few minutes before I play Miles Morales when I get it. 
just to see. But the other thing I've ordered is because I've not played Control yet, so I've got the I've pre-ordered the PS4 um, Control Ultimate Edition, which does have the free upgrade for PS5, and I'm going to wait until my PS5 is here to play it. So if you don't have the Ultimate Edition, is there a way to purchase an upgrade for it? Nope. That was the big thing that came out recently from Remedy, and it was a bit controversial. The only way to get the PS5 version is to buy the PS5 Ultimate Edition or buy the PS4 Ultimate Edition for the free upgrade. Um, I've went I've went a bit all out on oh, the that's uh, only forty-five PS5 pre-orders. I've got um, I've got Miles Morales, Demon Souls, Assassin's Creed, and uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, but that's not over till December. I'm probably going to get that on Switch. I'll get it on PS5. But I mean, that, you know, this is kind of going back a few topics as well. That showcase was a phenomenal showcase, even with the lack of information with it. Um, I, I think we should, probably should talk about 16. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which there's been kind of a bit of backlash about that, but I was fully erect the entire time for that Final Fantasy 16 show. Everyone was like, hey, it looks boring. Not for me. Thank okay. you. I'll be in the corner edging. To, to be honest, I'm not completely sold on it yet. But oh, I, I am. Thought, I thought it looked a bit like it wasn't very far along. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I like how it's getting... Getting... Go ahead. I, I thought it looked... Um, I think it will evolve and get better as we see more, but the initial showing, I thought it's a little bit generic. It looked a little bit generic. It it kind of felt like a, a little bit of a cross between um, 14 and 12, at least yeah. in appearance. But the... I. I don't know. I really like how Final Fantasy has gotten back into the um, political aspects and the dynamic between countries and militaries. That's, to me, what Final Fantasy has... has yeah, I agree. Um, but man, when they were showing off the the summons... Because that, that was, was cool. That was cool. Part of 15, and those weren't in there enough. So I'm hoping... Yeah, I forgot about that. That was cool. I bet you it's, were probably... It looks like kind of a hybrid between 15's battle system and Final Fantasy VII Remake's battle system to me. But I think that... I only saw one character being controlled, so I'm slightly concerned about that, but we'll, mm. I will withhold judgment until later. I think that active time battle system is what we're going to see in the Final Fantasy series moving forward. I think the days of the traditional JRPG are kind of behind them. I know, it's going to come Which down to the battle system for me, because I watched that trailer and it looked... The battle system looked awful lot like the Final Fantasy 15 battle system which I wasn't a fan of I say I wasn't a fan of I don't think I even understood it I got through that game and I still don't really know what I was doing um, <laughs> but if they can implement some of the Final Fantasy 7 remake battle system into that because I fucking love that thing like they'll come down to that for me whether I get it or not I, oh, sure. do they did they do a release date was it 2021 no no release no, date on it I'm imagining things like I bet you we're probably 2022 before we see that at least, I mean, how long it took them to do 15? Well, that started out as, what, 13? Um, Ajito 13? And then... Yeah. Development changed uh, hands, yeah. I think. Yeah. So that one went through quite a... Quite a Death process. hell. So, but predictions look, why, are they making, why are they making 16 when they should be focusing on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2? Yeah. Well, <laughs> predictions. Which one do you think we get first? 7-2. Uh, I bet you we get that. Jesus, I'm, yeah, that's I a tough thought one. we might see a teaser for that, you know. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we... I, I was pretty sure we were going to as well. So, I was looking at the confirmed launch games, and there is a game on here, Tom, that, that I don't remember um, you and I catching, but I've played it. Uh, I've played the original, but Observer System Redux. Did you play the original Observer? 
Oh, I have it. It's the... I forget what other game they made. Dude, that game's right up your shitter. It is awesome. Yeah, I want to. It's like a it's like a semi-horror game, isn't it? Kind of? Thriller? Yeah, psychological thriller, horror, yeah. like this dystopian, cyberpunk-style future. Was it made by the Hellblade developers? Uh, I, I... Let me see. I, I think... It was made by the team that made... Um, Ah, oh, damn. I, I, I can't Blooper team. quite remember. Yeah, Blooper Team. Blooper Team. Yeah, I'm just finding out what other ones they made. Oh, uh, Blair Witch. Yes, they made Blair Witch. That's yes. Right. I think you guys would really like Observer. I've, oh, I've yeah, them, um, was it Layers of Fear you're thinking of, Tom? They made? Sorry, yes, you're uh, right. Layers of Fear is what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. They're also the guys uh, making um, The Medium, which is that game as well. Yes. Game. Exactly. Which looks cool. What's the game that's going to come pre-installed on PS5? Is that the the Astrobot Playroom? Astrobot Playroom, yeah. Um, so I just basically guys, just going to be showing off the controller, really. I think, yeah. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. But yeah, Dan, I went with Assassin's Creed Valhalla because Assassin's Creed Odyssey has been fucking awesome, and I think if you know they can kind of replicate some of that, I'm sold. Uh, Demon Souls. I'm going to pick up Destruction All Stars because that's great, and then probably Sackboy Big Adventure because the girls will want something kind of fun to play. I don't know if I'm going to pick up Miles Morales. I might wait. I don't know if I want to spend seventy bucks on that. Fifty. We'll just get the get the non ultimate version. Yeah, I suppose I could do that. So the ultimate version that comes with the Spider Man thing is more expensive. Which I mean, this is a cool. just looking at it. It it's kind of a a really heavy hitting launch lineup. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like normally, console launches are shit, but yeah, this is great. Real Even Godfall yeah. looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not sold. That's looking a lot better actually from what the original reveals were. And then mm. which one does more gameplay for Godfall? God, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, we got Fortnite in there. Gotta have it. But then you know, there's a whole bunch of other games coming at or around launch. Uh, Bug snacks. I mean, that's. <laughs> You know, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, which if you didn't play the alpha, did you guys catch that? There was a, a multiplayer alpha last weekend. Uh, yeah, looking, I didn't play it. Looking real sharp. I played a couple of rounds of it. Uh, Are you guys you, seeing the on series six, season six of Modern Warfare, the Warzone's getting subway system? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. see that. That's going to uh, be crazy. Black Ops is done by Treyarch, right? Or is it Infinity yes. Ward? I think so. Uh, yeah, Treyarch or Raven? They have three studios running now, don't they? They do, yeah. Infinity Ward do Modern Warfare. I think Treyarch and Black Ops and Raven Software is just the ones in between. Yeah, they so, help with the others now? Like Ghosts and stuff like that. I noticed you can definitely tell, now having played as much Modern Warfare as I have, you can definitely tell when Treyarch does one versus Infinity Ward. It just feels a little different. So I what they've done on this one, which is apparently ones. a massive change from the Modern Warfare gameplay, is they've removed gun flinch. So when you get shot, you don't flinch anymore and throws off your aim. Oh, so because apparently in Modern Warfare, this was incredibly controversial at the time. Yeah, that okay, that makes sense. I couldn't quite <laughs> put my finger on it. Uh, what were you saying, Tom? Uh, I was just saying that I think I prefer the Infinity Ward ones, and that's because they mainly do Modern Warfare. Yeah. I do well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that comes out the day after. Um, Dirt 5, Immortals. Of course, you have all of your sports games. Oddworld Soulstorm. There's another yeah. game, so if you and your spouse uh, haven't 
left each other over that game yet. You can get that one. <laughs> um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Watchdog Legions. It's a great launch lineup. Yeah, 100%. And then you have the PlayStation Plus collection, which, whoo, fuck me. That is a lot of games. It's funny because I, I, we even said it when it came up because obviously we were texting when, uh, when it was on. And um, I think I said this to Zach recently as well. The um, It's funny, everyone kind of thought comparing it to game pass and i don't i think it's more comparable to something like the nez and snes collections on the i agree yeah on switch yeah because it's it's obviously a bit of a system seller well not a system seller but it's kind of something you get with your online because you're getting it with playstation plus that's designed for you to be able to play some older games you might have missed and i think the market for this is going to be those people who might have gone xbox this generation and have missed out on these big games and they're going to get, well, oh, PS5, oh, I'm going to be able to play them anyway. I think that's going to be mm. the market. I really hope they do something like what Nintendo's done with the NES and SNES collection is they they add at least one a month or something. Yeah. That'd be well, cool. I, don't, I don't think you'll get them that soon, but I think like wow. eventually yeah. they'll update it. I mean, there's some... I think, I think the best thing about shit. it is they've, they've got the heavy hitters on there, don't they? Like straight away, like all of the big first party releases for the PS4 on there. And then you got Days Gone. I like Days Gone. <laughs> Can't wait to play that janky mess. I was going to buy that, and I'm like, nah, I'll just wait to play it for free on the PS5. It'll be great. Janky yeah, <laughs> but lovable. I yeah, that's all that janky upscaled 4K. It's going to be great. 120 <laughs> frames a second. Because um, there are a couple of things on here I've not played, so, um, which is some of them actually already have. But prime example here has got Persona 5. Now, if I ever yeah. jump into Persona 5, I'll probably get the Royal version um, because I've heard it's better. Um, but now I can try Persona 5 out. I like it, and then if I like it, actually buy the proper version. The one I'm thinking I, I thought Persona Five was perfection. Persona Five Royal yeah, is I'm even better. The yeah. one I'm really shocked that they put on here, and I'm glad they did, is Until Dawn. Oh yeah, a lot of people played that. That is a great game, fantastic game. One of the few that I've played through more than once. I think my mom played through it three or four times just to get all the different story beats. Mm. But I think it's amazing that God of War is on there because I mean, you get you get a PS5, and if you've never you know if you've never played that, God of War is uh, not in my opinion, but it's highly regarded as one of the greatest games of all time. I would agree. So we're, getting like a, we're getting a sequel. It's official. Well, I'm sorry, sorry, I, I do agree that it's one of the greatest games of all time. But some people say that it is the greatest game of all time, which I disagree with. I agree it's one of the greatest. No, of all that's time. Link's Awakening. <laughs> But, but yeah. no, it's a, a nice little thing. I, 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 it looks like Sony aren't going to bother trying to compete with Game Pass. I mean, I, I think Jim Ryan even said that like they don't want to because they can't make it viable financially. So we'll see. I don't know how Xbox does it vi- viable financially. I don't know how they earn a profit from it and the game developers also earn a profit from it. Oh, they get a lot. The developers get paid a lot yeah. to put their games on Game Pass. It's worth doing if you're an in- if you're an indie dev. Yeah, if you get yeah. tapped for it. Have you been, yeah, you've been listening to my Bithel talk about it, Tom? Sorry? Have you been listening to my Bithel talk about it? Because that's who I've heard talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I follow a lot of like indie developers and stuff, and uh, it's always interesting to hear their takes on like how they're making their money through through this minefield. And uh, yeah, Microsoft is uh, pretty much just chucks a lot of funding to, to you if you're an indie dev and you, they want your exclusive game on like Game Pass, it's worth it for them. Um, Plus, it's been shown as well that if your game is on Game Pass, uh, sales of it tend to actually increase. Like, yes. Or the sales. 
yeah you get so much exposure like it's it's worth it it's worth it I, but i was saying I, originally before like hearing all about all this stuff i used to wonder like yeah i wonder i was worried about like maybe developers wouldn't get much of a cut um but actually no it, it seems, seems to be worth it well i mean microsoft obviously have a lot of fucking money anyway they just bought Bethesda <laughs> for seven Jeez, let's talk about that for a second yeah which, for context, for anyone listening to this, I've already said this to you guys. For context, Disney bought Star Wars for four billion. They've just bought Microsoft just bought Bethesda for seven point five billion. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. It's mad. And like some, if you had people outside of who are interested in gaming, they'll still consider gaming to be a niche thing. It's not. It really isn't. If you can buy a company for seven billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just yeah. mad agreed all, the, all their games are broken anyway they should have got a discount for that <laughs> 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 haven't they played think... Skyrim with the backwards dragons do you know what is interesting an interesting thought though right because I would say that Bethesda haven't been very squeaky clean these past couple of years things like Fallout 76 and um, fucking Wolfenstein Youngblood and, and stuff like that Imagine if they'd bought them a couple of years ago. I wonder how big that price tag would have been. Yeah. At the peak of like Fallout 4. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite thing that's come out of this is everybody reacting to this. Like Todd Howard managed to sell Skyrim again for seven and a half billion dollars. <laughs> Just another version of Skyrim to Microsoft. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people are being con- are concerned that they're going to go exclusive to Xbox. I personally don't think they will. They've, they've, the words they've said is that it'll be on a case-by-case basis or game-by-game basis. But I, well, I think then, it's on them too. They're, they're all going to be on Game Pass. I mean, that's a seller. Like, you say to someone, oh, you can buy it on PlayStation for $70 or it's on Xbox for $15 a month. Like, that's definitely a selling point. Well, there's uh, there are some Bethesda PS4 exclusives coming out. Um, I can't think of the name of uh, that shooter <laughs> one. Deathloop. Death yeah. So they, there was some concern about that. Oh, they said, well, any existing contracts are already, you know, still going to be upheld. So anything that's currently in the works for that has to be honored. But moving forward, yeah, like you said, it's just going to be case by case basis. So I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Bethesda games no longer on on uh, PlayStation consoles. <laughs> Too much money, here, dude. Too much. Can you imagine like Elder Scrolls? No. Like the next one, whatever it's called. Bethesda's sitting on two megaton games at the moment. The the next project is Starfield, which is mm. we don't really know anything about yet. And then after uh, that yeah. is the Elder Scrolls Six. And who the hell so, knows what's happening with Fallout Five? So yeah, they've got they've, well now I mean, they own the Doom franchise. Yep, I mean the other selling point as well. Like yes, they're all going to be on game, all going to be on Game Pass game day one. Sorry. Um, but the other thing as well is obviously you've got xCloud involved and so if you're playing something like Elder Scrolls 6 and you want to take it on the go and you know just do a bit of leveling or whatever you can do why have you stopped talking <laughs> you go on I was just I looking stopped. at what, uh, what games Bethesda still has yeah Bethesda yeah. has Dishonored, Wolfenstein Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, Starfield Evil Within and Prey those are their major IPs yeah Oh yeah, I, I think it's all within games. Yeah, they're doing that very ghost wire Tokyo for PS5 as well. That was the other one. Which one, sorry? Ghostwire uh, Tokyo. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's very interesting, but yeah, definitely a good get for that. Um Yeah, they've already they've already announced that um, Doom Eternal's coming to Game Pass. So they're getting so they're hitting the ground running with that. So good. 
Yeah, but Xbox has got no games, Dan. How's, how's well, now they do. They finally bought some games. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm calling bullshit on that because I am balls deep in Game Pass, son. On the new PC. Love it. So yeah, good. marketing strategy, which I'm told is, uh, yeah, no games. Well, maybe they listen to me. They listen to this podcast and Phil Spencer went, fuck, man, we really don't have any games. Go go and buy Bethesda. They got some games. Bring them over here. <laughs> I just, I just, just before we launch it, then, like, yeah. oh, Sheila, oh, you're going down the shop, are you? Oh, grab Before we launch it, anything else on Game Pass, one of the highlights for me, Tom actually recommended this to me ages ago, but there's an RPG called CrossCode, which is... I recommended that. I recommended it. It was Tom. I I don't believe it was Tom, because I've heard of CrossCode before, and Tom only plays games I've never heard of, so... (laughs) It was me. I told you guys to get it. It's like Chrono Trigger, Zelda, and um, Dot Hack had a baby. And it's oh, so and good. I played it and recommended it for you. And it, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's all good. Yeah, but play that game because it's really? good. How far into it are you? Because I tailed uh, off. Not very. I just left the rookie harbor. Doesn't mean anything to me. Are you sure you played <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just absolutely shocked that Eric tailed off a game. Uh, oh, yeah, because here's me sharing screenshots with you guys, and I sent one that said, allow me to sell you on this, and it's just them saying, yes, show us the balls. Pulling uh, up past WhatsApp messages, who do you think you are? Me? Huh? Exactly. Huh? Exactly. Don't say huh? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Daniel, cross code, sorry. I don't really need to talk about it that much. It's just one of those games that I'm thoroughly enjoying. I think if it continues in the same vein, it may grace the top 10 list of the year. Spoilers. <laughs> I've been, I've been just, uh, balls deep in a, a remaster, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which that was a pain in the ass to find that game. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I went on a website. I bought it on the morning. It was in my house the day after. It was really difficult. Yeah, tough. Yeah. You had to broke a sweat. I know. You had to use your whole new computer and everything. (laughs) But THQ, well, you bought it well after it was already fully stocked ever, but THQ Nordic sucks at distribution. Uh, Same thing happened. I really don't think anybody apart from us cares about this game, to be honest. Probably not. But um, no, I'm about 10 ish hours into it. It's just one of those evening chip away. I'll do a few side quests, explore the world, uh, dabble in some crafting, because it's just. Like I said before so many times, it's so unbelievably overwhelming and deep, but I'm trying to immerse myself a little bit in the story because um, I really like R.A. Salvatore's world. And uh, who? R.A. Salvatore, the sci-fi writer. Who? Shut up. <laughs> sci-fi, fantasy, all that fun stuff. But yeah, what I got you to buy. What do you think? Are you disappointed? Are you indifferent? Well, originally, I was... I was okay. I thought it was all right. And then I sat down. And I had a day off on Friday. Shocking. I know a Dan days on Fridays. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, I sat down. I played it for about three hours and I am sold. It I've got a giant hammer. I've got chakram things, which I can chuck at people. I've got cool spells. And I found, went through a big cave and came out of this place of the floating city in the sky. Yeah. Totally sold. It's, it's one of those where it's just, 
it, it's a really slow burn at the beginning because there is so much to do. And I discovered what this game finally feels like after I was playing it. It feels like what Fable, Fable wanted to be. Which was? I'm waiting. Dan looks like he's talking, but it's quiet. <laughs> and he's not speaking. Can't hear you anymore. Jackass. <laughs> you can see the little like curl of his mouth where he's smiling. <laughs> I can, oh, we give it hear up, you. We genuinely cannot hear you. Oh no, we genuinely can't hear you. Oh no. Oh god. Anyway, go on. Dan. <laughs> Dan. Intro. Uh, intermission music. <laughs> I had to do it for him. Yeah, please do. I don't hear anything. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so essentially what it feels like, it's got that, it has the visual aesthetic of Fable where it's just kind of uh, fantasy, cartoony, but it's got this weird glow to it. I mean, we played Fable not that long ago. You remember that, that, that just... Everything was kind of rounded and glowing. Mm. Has I'm that look to about it. a T and a D? Yeah, there's plenty of D's <laughs> and T's in this one, but they're very clearly defined, so you know exactly what they are. Uh, oh, awesome! Um, That's awesome. Sorry, lads. Yeah. Uh, good job. <laughs> um, no, so the combat in it feels very, very similar to fable but a lot more polished a lot more in-depth a lot more fluid but then it also takes the best parts of dragon age because you have so many people you can interact with so many side quests and um the the story you can dive as deep into the story as you want to so pretty much anybody you walk up to you can talk to and anything that you've kind of discovered through conversation you can ask people about and they'll just sit there and spew lore at you as much as you want yeah, they really do, but with really bad character animations. I don't know. the Oh, the character animations are terrible, but I discovered that Liquid Snake is in this game. Like, oh, truly, yeah. genuinely Liquid Snake. <laughs> Brother! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an unexpected cameo, I'm not going to lie, but, you know, it's good. I mean, he doesn't even try to hide the fact that that's his Liquid Snake voice. Yeah. <laughs> It's no, in the jeans, the where, brother. <laughs> the bit where I'm at, literally every character just kind of, they do this thing where they just do this with the arm and point out to the distance every time they're talking to you. <laughs> and everybody well, yeah. does it. And then there's another one who goes... <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying not to clip too quickly through the story because I want to do all the side quest stuff in each area, but you... You pretty quickly start drifting away from that opening area. And if you opened up the map and zoomed out, it is massive. It really is. I, I, I mean, thought I'd done loads and there's so much world left. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm 10 hours in and I feel like I've explored a ton and I'm not even out of the main forest area of the small top left corner of the map. Oh my God. Does, does this include DLC that was released for I it as well? I think it's the entire version because if you look at the map, there's like two or three sections that are just tacked on. And I think right, those are still... I think the area I'm in might have been DLC because I had to go through a cave and then it had a, like a cinematic at the end, which was actual like um, done like kind of in a different art style and stuff. So I was like, surely this is different. 
Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it because it is it, it's just one of those fun little games to plop down and lose a few hours into. Yeah, honestly, I was I didn't really know what to expect. I, I don't know why I never liked it originally. I don't know if I had it and something else came out and I just put it down and then I never bothered again or. Uh, I think it, well, we talked about this last time. I think it came out just at the wrong time. It was February 7th, 2012, which was just only a couple months after um, Skyrim because Skyrim was November 11th, 2011. Maybe I wanted it to be more like Skyrim at the time. But man, talk about a fun action RPG. Yeah, it's it's underappreciated, definitely. And I think if they'd if it had been successful and they had another one, I think it would have been quite good. Well, it's- you know, we talked a little bit about the the development aspect of this when the game was the the remaster was announced, but the size of the team that made this game, it's just incredible what they were able to oh, accomplish. Oh, really fat guys. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well done, Mike. All right. I hadn't spoken for a while, so I had to get somebody in. You know what I'm like. like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> At least somebody does. The, the dev story behind Kingdoms of Amalur is actually, it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I must, before you get into that, Tom, sorry. funded and I, stuff. The, there was some controversy behind it. It's, it's an interesting read. I think you can... It's, uh, some, it's I gave a Wikipedia. I, I gave a brief overview of it on previous shows, like an MLB pitcher who started a studio yeah. and then he got funding from the state of Rhode Island or something like that. And yeah, yeah, to run as a political candidate or something. It was yeah. just kind of weird. Um, but they made a fucking hell of a game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Go out while you're on top, right? Something about a bang yeah. and a fizz. Um, I hate yeah, the name right. of the remaster, though. It's, I hate it. It's you so hate bad. the remaster. I hate the name of the oh, remaster. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, why did they do it? With the re-reckoning? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not as bad as Red Faction remastered. Yeah, but that's clever. Yeah, that, that, is it? That makes is sense. This is just putting is re in it? front of re. Yeah. Why couldn't they just... Re-reckoning think... is a word, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's not like revengeance. <laughs> Yeah, reckoning's a word. I don't think re-reckoning's a word. Is yeah, it? maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being stupid. But like, going to the remastered is, of a, is just a dad joke in a, in a game title that shouldn't have gone to production. What did Zone of yeah, the Enders do with the, the Mars one? Um, they did MVRS or something? Who did? Zone of the Enders. Oh. Endors. The Remember, second, there yeah. may or may not be Endors. Yeah, it was MVRS. No, it's not, it's not a Mars. word. I was, was being an idiot. Yeah, it's not a word. I'm being stupid. What's that word? Everyone. Re-reckoning. <laughs> yeah, to reckon again. Yeah. I reckoned this one. Wreckfest re-reckoning. Yeah, the re-reckfesting. I knew you were going to say that. Hey, there's a VR version of uh, Zone of the Enders. Did I know that already? Yeah, you get to sit in the cockpit of Jehudi. Oh, I sweet. Think you do. I think it's third-person VR where you're outside oh, of the cockpit of Jehudi. Well, then I don't want to play it. I want to be directly in the cockpit of Jehudi. Wouldn't be the first time. Woo! I want to be the actual member. Like the member of the crew? Yeah, of that real fat crew that made Kings of Amalur. <laughs> <laughs> It's 
sitting around so clicking you'd keyboards. Feel, you'd feel sweating. bad now if the crew really was a group of rotund gentlemen. <laughs> well, as long as they're living life, who cares? They probably weren't. The game was a flop. Oh, oh was it? <laughs> Good enough to get a remaster or a reset? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Dan, did you spaff at the Harry Potter game or? Oh, yes. Forgot about I mean, this. just to put it out there, fuck J.K. Rowling, but did you spiff slap yourself at Harry Potter? <laughs> like, seriously, so much. I just lost my, I lost my shit big style. Like, it's everything I ever wanted in a Harry Potter game. It does look Because you've been cool. chatting, since that leak years ago, you've been chatting about this, haven't you? Yeah, it's it's been, I think, the worst kept secret in the gaming industry for the past few years, this Harry Potter RPG. And it is just what we thought it was, a single player um rpg set in hogwarts in the 1800s where you can build up a character from scratch and yeah i think you could we don't know yet but rumors are that you could be evil you can be good you can learn all the different spells you can do the classes you can explore hogwarts and hogsmeade and all around the harry potter world just looks great man my disappointment is that it's based before harry potter so you're not going to get anyone going potter I'm glad it's not Harry Potter films with the, the normal crew. <laughs> nah, me too. That gives them a chance to do something different. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I think Easter what we in. saw with oh, yeah. um, Lord of the Rings: Shadow of Mordor that can work really well. Yeah. Did you play Shadow Did of Mordor? I, uh, no, but I played the first one. Loved it. That's the one I'm on about. Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of War was the second. Oh, Shadow of War. War yeah, no, I played the hell out of Shadow of Mordor. That game was fantastic. The sequel was not so much because it was full of microtransactions, but I believe they have now they removed them. Did they? Yeah. They Fence. fixed it, but it's too late. Damage was done. Fuck Yeah, they did go back and fix it. Too little, too late, and all that jazz. Yeah. Mm. That's just one of those cases where clearly the um, publisher went, you have to put these in. And yeah. they went, no, we don't want to do this. And they forced them. And then they realized that, oh, yeah, everybody hates this. And then they've took them out. Well, they got to get it. Was it? Well, the getting's hot. I, I never played Shadow of War. Um, I, I really, really loved Shadow of Mordor. I think it was one of the first games I played when I eventually got a PS4. I absolutely like, loved it. Because it was essentially just Batman in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, except you could cut people's heads off. It's awesome. You still have to press square for it, though. Yeah, but at least something happened. Yeah, but you don't give it the same kind of shit you give Batman. Well, yeah, because you could also press triangle. Yes, you press triangle in Batman. It's ah. counter stuff, which is what it does in Shadow of Mordor as well. Yeah, but at least you needed to counter. Let's not do this. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You love a good square man argument. <laughs> you guys realize that Crash Bandicoot 4 comes out next week? Yeah, it's about so time, isn't it? Ordered. Jesus Christ, Tom, just remove yourself. <laughs> what <do> you say? <laughs> <laughs> I've only just got it. <laughs> oh, Tom. <laughs> Here for the jokes. Here for, Here the, for the jokes. jokes. Come for the humor. I'm really looking forward to Crash 4. I don't think I'm going to buy it. Have you pre-ordered it, Dan? Huh? Did you order it? I did. Oh. <laughs> that's what that's what I asked. That's what we're waiting for the response for. Like, oh. 
I didn't hit my cue cut out, so I didn't know what you said. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, blame technology. Uh, you didn't hear me say it either? I heard you whisper it. But then oh. I was th- I thought you said that you pre-ordered it. Tom, are you getting the Mafia Definitive Edition coming out tomorrow? Oh, wait, no, it came out a couple days ago. What? What, the original? Yeah, it's a Definitive Edition Mafia. Oh, yeah, I love the original Mafia. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it's only $40, dude. Dude, that um, box art is the tits. Look at this. Yeah, haven't they, like, kind of completely redone, redone. the first one, and then the second one's just kind of remastered oh, well. a little bit, H-dizzled up? The second trilogy. one was okay. I did Look at play that fucking it. box um, art. God damn. I really that, like the Mafia series. I didn't love the third one, but the first two are great. That is gorgeous box art. That is that's almost worth buying on principle alone. Yeah, that is that is nice. Uh the first Mafia, dude. Fantastic game. I don't know how well oh, I'm gonna have to check how well it's reviewed the definitive edition. Seven nine, out of ten on pushsquare.com. Yeah. 9 out of 10 on Steam, 5,100 reviews. Oh, mate, can you give me the long-form review? Go, I don't Mike, want numbers. In with, in with the numbers. We knew that was going to come. Yeah. No, <laughs> I want, I want the long-form review, gents. Don't want any fucking numbers on my reviews. They're the fucking devil's digits, they are. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the devil's I love digits. that Steam uh, <laughs> remembers that my date of birth for when you're trying to watch mature content it was uh, January 1946 because I just selected random date. <laughs> so I couldn't be bothered. Hey, if you oh, guys but... fixed that thing on your website where it said I couldn't be born in 1776? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you take that to the developer code or did you just yeah, straight up did, deny that one? I take it to the top. Yeah, what did they say? They say fuck off? <laughs> no, they're uh, inherently American, so they, they, totally, they totally got it. Yeah, I think we're changing it. Good. Tom, have, have you hidden something secret in the depths of the website? Like a link to our show? <laughs> <laughs> the smile says it all. I can send you a link if you that. want. Imagine. You click in the wrong spot on that website, you're going to be taken straight to Tub Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Cake or oh, original? Man. And this both. is why Eric doesn't work in both? websites. <laughs> But we we said we said Hank Fist Game Studios would be the most ridiculous place to work. We had this discussion on WhatsApp a couple of weeks ago. It would be awesome. <laughs> I, so, I honestly think that we could churn out some of the finest games the industry has ever seen. And if not, at least our fucking press conferences would be a blast. <laughs> yeah. Busting through windows, lots of Eric- bullets being fired. I laughed my back off in the WhatsApp chat when you said just leave every meeting by jumping out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> all right, context, anybody right, else got any questions? Play, whenever we play a war zone, all you'll hear here for the entire thing is the tinkle of grass breaking and him shouting Hank Fist as he jumps through the windows of every building he's in. <laughs> Subtlety yeah, is not Hank Fist's strong suit. The Battle Royale, uh, not, not so great. Hey, I won one last night, so Hank Fist. Did you? Yeah. Hank. Solo? No, no, duos with Scott. Ah, uh, Scott carried. No, Good old no, Scott. no, no. We had 14 he kills between the, the two thing, of us there. Day. But no, we would, ju- we would start every meeting by busting through the drywall in the roof, and then we would leave by breaking out the side windows. There's no doors into the conference room. Our budget <laughs> for drywall and glass is exorbitant. I feel like any profit we made from the games would go on this. <laughs> but 
Fuck, it'd be a great place to and work. And then we've got, we've got, of course, we've got a player for the um, the carrier to fly us all in so we can parachute in. <laughs> We're all in the office around the way. It's like, hey, we got a conference. We got a meeting. All right, I'll Uber over to the airport. You know, we'll fucking we'll dive in and we'll bust through the roof. Can we just oh, walk God, to that? I've landed in quarry. <laughs> Dan forgot to pull his chute. Life insurance is real high at Hank Fist Studios. <laughs> oh God, I thought I was closer to the ground than I thought than I was. I forgot to pull my chute. God, what was that game pitch that I gave you guys? I went off the rails on that. I don't even remember. I'll have to look that up, but fuck, I got carried away real quick. Uh, 86% no, positive happens. reviews for Mafia. Yeah, can so, you still give me the uh, long form review, please? Oh no, that's a that's a collation of five thousand reviews. Yes, I'll read all, yes, I'll read yes. All them. But each of them had to give a number, didn't they? I suppose. No, no. Oh, did they not? Not on Steam. It's it's yes or no. Want it or not oh. want it? Well, how many yeses did it get? That's still a number in it. Still a number, Tom. Eighty-six percent of five thousand one hundred and twelve. Yeah, no, I still want the long form review. Thank you. <laughs> Can Hank Fist Games make a game where I just get moan about things? <laughs> Listen. All right. Buy Mafia. You'll like it. The first Mafia game, brilliant. Tommy Angelo in the Soleri family. You know. I don't um, know. I've never played it. Set in the, the problem. American 30s. Beautiful. 2003 was when the I first played Mafia. that. I found our PS2 Studios conversation. It was on PS2, you're right. Hmm. Yeah, I never played it. But I played it on PC. Never played it. PC. So because we've lost Eric while he tries to find his ridiculous pitch for a game for a game studio. Oh, I've, I've got it Mike... right here. It's my oh. it's it's my uh, Mortal Kombat Tiger Woods Golf crossover. And then Tom and I went off on Tactical Landing Simulator. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, lunch breaks, mandatory steak every day, no vegans allowed, and you ha- you can spend 10 minutes of your lunch break at a workbench reloading ammunition and drinking dark, heavy beer. Every thousand rounds you reload gets you an extra day off. <laughs> and then we uh, yeah, we have a sniper nest on the roof to take out the competition. That's a generous holiday entitlement. I'm not going to oh, lie. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the Microsoft Studios, uh, they're just walking into the wall uh, or something, or they just shoot themselves. <laughs> Why'd you shoot the apple guy? <laughs> you know, they don't make any games. I don't like fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me standing up with all these world-class developers just spewing a bunch of shit. And they're like, look, I don't know how we're going to make this happen. It's like, look, I don't. It's not my job to make this shit. I just stand up here and think this shit up. Hank Fist. Much in the stage show, though. They've taught explosions, gunfire, everything you want, really. Yeah. It would make of- that dude who did the Peggle 2 thing look like you an absolute amateur well every we would be standing up there for all of our press conferences grilling and drinking beer out of beer bongs and firing like dual machine guns into the air half the time we don't even have a game to show we just wanted to get up on a stage (laughs) oh anyway uh anybody else been playing anything or should we get into a little bit about why we're here today well, I did want to talk about Tony Hawk 1 and 2 because we didn't last time, we but everybody's should. kicking off in the mythical document that we don't know about. 
Did you guys not talk about Tiny Hawk last, last time? No, we forgot. No, Dan and I forgot to. <laughs> Jesus, guys. I can't be blamed. I haven't played it. It wasn't my no, fault. No, no, no. There really good. isn't good. much to talk at, about. It's Tony Hawk 1 and 2. two old guys. With better graphics. <laughs> oh, we're on here playing our Tony Hawks, reliving our youth on a skateboard. We forgot our memories aren't what they used to be. Oh, back then we used to wear our caps backwards and we'd take <laughs> stickers off. He's right. <laughs> and we used to call it a wheelie board. <laughs> <laughs> and our trousers were so wide you could see them as far as the eye could see and they used to trail in puddles so they'd get wet at bottom and sometimes the back would split from where I'd stood at its side to put safety oh, pin God, in do you remember that all my jeans were like that did what like uh like my je- like boot cut jeans would just go scrape the floor. Yeah. And so you'd end up standing on jeans so much that you just end up with like a frayed bunch of shit. Yeah, oh, frayed yeah. holes. That was, up that was when you were the coolest. Oh yeah. Then you could sit then you could see your vans better. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh god. And we or used you get to the, record ourselves the... on a video recorder so <laughs> that we'd look like the ones on the TV on the tapes. <laughs> And we'd watch Jackass and watch Bam Margera try and skateboard on there as well. <laughs> Bam Margera. I haven't heard that name in forever. And he used to always scare his dad. His Uncle Vito. <laughs> oh, it, his and uncle? we used to listen to him. <laughs> None of this newfangled rubbish. <laughs> WAP wasn't a thing back then. We liked the offspring as well. We had our own WAP. It was wet ass pants. <laughs> <laughs> From all splashing in puddles. Oh man, I used to hate getting the salt ring on the back of my jeans in the winter. A salt ring? Yeah, because from the snow, we'd put salt oh. down on the roads. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair. We never got enough snow to have this problem. No, it snows no. about once it, in the UK. Yeah. We used to have to skateboard in stone. That's all we had, and we were grateful. <laughs> <laughs> Will you shut up? <laughs> and we never used to have anyone taking piss out of us and carrying on a joke far too long. <laughs> <laughs> and we were grateful, and we were happy. <laughs> Somebody remove him from the call. <laughs> Look, this is what I have to give because I put a shit all over the game of the week. So, uh... <laughs> which you're not gonna have any grounds to. You didn't fucking play it. Yeah, I did. Bullshit, you did. I got to uh, about three or four levels after the tram. So, <laughs> anyway, carry on, Tony Hawk. Damn can't. <laughs> it's Tony Hawk one and two with better graphics. Same fucking game. I mean, I don't, I, I don't really Next. know. What... <laughs> In Should my day, I Tony used to be able to record podcasts without laughing my tits off. Oh, <laughs> not like Huber back then. <laughs> Why do you sound like a woman? Mm. <laughs> it's just how I imagine you talk. That's what I hear when you talk. 
Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how you sound to me. Oh, all right, well, I'm good. I'm glad. I love how Eric's, everybody's got their own interpretation of Eric's voice. Yeah, this is what I hear. Welcome back to Factory Sealed. My name's Eric Peterson. It is 27th of September, 2020. Joining me today, Mr. Tom Reagan. <laughs> and Mr. Dane Curtis. That's what I hear. Spot on. Does no one else hear that? <laughs> no, my, my version of Eric's more derpy than yours. <laughs> I'm glad that my life brings so much interpretation to people. Anyway, Dan, you got to talk about Tony Hawk or what? <laughs> I can't. Let's just move on. <laughs> you take a skateboard, you do some kick flips, you do a tail slide, you collect some tapes. There you go, Tony Hawk. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit disappointed with it. I feel like it probably should have included Tony Hawk 3 as well. Nah, I agree. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I thought it, would, it did really well. I thought people loved it. It's great. It, I'm glad it was only 40 bucks. Had it been 60, it would have been a bit disappointing for that price. Mm. I mean, it, it is That's just like shame. playing the originals, but shinier. Yeah. There's nothing, okay. nothing really to keep you once you've done all the goals and stuff. It is of, like playing a shiny 1997 game. I mean, okay. it, good but inoffensive, I suppose we could say. Hmm? Well, I guess good that's but what people inoffensive. Wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 great. Yeah. It plays well. I mean it plays exactly like it used to. The muscle memory is still there. I guess it's like would you say it's now the definitive way to play those two games? Probably, yeah. 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 So, uh, it it's like you just don't realize how rough the originals were. <laughs> If you look at them back to back. Or how archaic the- that gameplay style was. You got two minutes to do all this shit. Just, There's a lot yeah. of shit to do I'm, in I'm two minutes shocked. as well. I'm honestly shocked. I thought it'd be glowing reviews from you two. I mean, it's I'm, I'm not hating on it. I love it. I've played hmm. a lot of it. Ellie will play it with me. But the levels that sucked back then still suck. Like the downhill jam. Fuck that level. That I'm more of just- a raspberry man myself. Oh, God. So I I think I really like Tony Hawk 3 the best out of all of them. I thought Uphill so Jelly too. was a good one. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Make a marmalade joke or some sort of jam. <laughs> I like sideways marmalade. There we go. <laughs> oh, God, I love this show. <laughs> it keeps us sane despite it being... Don't- Insane. <laughs> Don't yes. ever anyone ever accuse me of not enjoying being here because I do enjoy myself. <laughs> but no, seriously, no, I I am shocked because I I expected you guys to be, honestly be fornicating over it, not with each other, but be fornicating over. How it. do you know we well, did? It was in close proximity, maybe. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I I enjoyed Tony Hawk. I didn't play it as much as you guys by the sounds of it, and I, I, I mean, was interested I did, in getting I didn't it. But not I was enjoy just like, it. I just I wasn't wowed. It's just Tony Hawk one and two. I not wanted more out tracing. of the character creation. Like I wanted to just be able to create this fugly monstrosity, and instead, I'm just kind of like this really old skateboarder dude <laughs> with a fucked up haircut. Much like most of the characters in the game now, because they have used their likenesses now yes, rather awesome. than back in the day. Awesome. I thought that was what? a cool touch, though. But then they yeah, put these the, young new whippersnappers guys. in. I don't know who the fuck this Carly Rae Jepsen person is. <laughs> who is this Riley Hawk? I don't know, Tony. 
They spelled do you think it's wrong. one of those things where? Do you think it's one of those things where, as it was advertised, as it was coming out, nostalgia got the better of you, or? Yeah, yeah I, I probably. Mean, I love yeah. I love the soundtrack and stuff like that. That's just, but there just the- screams nineties like nostalgia to me. Mm. Yeah. At the risk of Mike <coughs> lapsing into his Yorkshire person again. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's not as nah. fun if you're expecting it. <laughs> like the sending you a link joke is not as fun. <laughs> True. That's always fun. <laughs> no, it isn't. You expect it now. That's true. I'm going to have to go through a few shows of actually sending you some links. You already do. Give you a you... false sense of security. No, you've ruined that for me. Oh, all right. Okay, then. Gentlemen, anyway, shall we? We shall. Oh. Thanks, Tom. Uh, this week, we've decided to hey. delve back into hey, Mike's... Da, 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 Tom, don't now be stealing Tom Reagan's thunder. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah, right. Sorry, yeah. Tom. Yeah, I remember all shows where Tom used to lead us in with this thing that he does with his voice. Mike, do one. You don't get any of that anymore, do you? <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. He already did Game it. Move. You were talking over him. Yeah, well, he needs to do it without me talking. And he did it again just now. Game of the week, week, week. It's the German version. That's yo. You must have practiced that during your German rap video days. Yeah, gave it handy. Give it the week. Yeah. <laughs> Stick him up, Hank Feast. <laughs> Schnell! <laughs> Hank Feast. <laughs> Nazi infiltrator extraordinaire, Hank Feast. Yeah. Hank Feast. <laughs> Is that German for vest? Uh, no, it's just how they pronounce fist. It's your game, Eric. Do you want to lead the... Uh, lead the yeah, I was just wondering if you wanted to do any more Yorkshire or if Tom wanted to have another stab at the, the Game of the Week. <laughs> game of the Week. Das yes. ist Game of the Week, ja! For God's sake. Scheiße. <laughs> schnell, schnell, dive, dive, dive. <laughs> this is not going anywhere fast. <laughs> no, going nowhere fast. Um, <laughs> well, this week we will play Returns to the Castle Wolfenstein. And now you're an Indian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It started out strong, went south real quick. Yeah, try and do Geordie. So here we go on. Why, hey, man, you bag him. <laughs> We don't say e bag of that Yorkshire. Anyway, this week we are tackling Mike's favorite genre, the first person shooter. Uh, because he is so lovely. What, the whole them. thing? Y- yeah, the, just the entire genre, every one of them. <laughs> Jesus, no wonder it's hard work. Yeah, a lot to get through this week. But no, we are dabbling into uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which originally released for hey, hey easy, hold that one Mike, hold it in contain yourself 
Ooh, that, that was a <laughs> I went too hard. <laughs> Don't, because farts are always funny to me. Sam. I just can't. I love it. I love it right when I'm, we're on WhatsApp and somebody hates something and then you'll just, the voice message will come through. It's like 40 seconds and you just know it's going to be a prolonged fart. <laughs> And I really enjoy it throughout because you get, it starts off low and then it starts to cadence and it goes up in pitch and then it goes lower and it goes up again and it's just glorious and it gets wetter and wetter and it's just, uh, they're just always hilarious. I'd like to bring a little light to people's life. (laughs) Anyway, Return to Castle Wuffenstein came out. (laughs) Stop it. Came out November. (laughs) Expecting it now. Stop it. I'm going to mute you. Uh, November 19th, 2001 for the Windows PC. And then subsequently came out for PlayStation 2, Xbox, Linux, and Mac. Um, If anybody remembers, Wolfenstein along with Doom were the uh, kind of the franchises that kicked off first-person shooters and and helped revolutionize uh pc gaming in that that regard so um kind of one of the iconic fps franchises and this this particular game um served as a reboot for the franchise because it had been quite some time uh before the previous one and my fucking mouse died i I don't need a mouse i don't have a way to test on it (laughs) way to control my computer now (laughs) brilliant well this is fun you've not got any batteries (laughs) it needs to charge oh oh no well i guess i'm gonna try to use keyboard shortcuts here how do you tab over (laughs) (laughs) this show Oh, I mate, can you imagine if you were gaming? God, PC gaming. Oh, so fucking, fucking great. Gotta plug all your shit in. Oh, gonna have to get fucking your Minesweeper running. Gentlemen, please. Uh, you, got, you have to update TurboTax first. <laughs> you mouse wouldn't have died during Minesweeper, would it? No. Um, oh, my God. I gotta find a charging cable yeah, this for this. this was the first Castle Wolfenstein. Was it the first Wolfenstein after, like, the revolutionary... Um, the Revolutionary War was in 1776, in case you're wondering. <laughs> oh, is that why that year is important? I've heard it's, talk about it's, it. It's not important. No, that's not really is it not? No one cares what happened in 1776. He's gone. Let's take the piss that's out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, there he goes. Well, this yeah. is interesting. So he's currently uh, fashioning a canoe out of a giant log. In his underwear. Um, and now he's, <laughs> for some reason, resembling some sort of mouse that's just eating some cheese. Oh, there's a cable. Oh, he's, yep. He's, he's, he's accidentally got it wrapped around the log that he's fashioning the canoe out of. <laughs> I see that you okay. guys weren't able to carry on an intelligent conversation without me. <laughs> this, we were describing what you were doing. Yeah. I repeat my previous statement. 
we we talked a little bit about 1776. He's now jamming <sighs> his own thumb into his butthole, which is a strange thing to do. I'm not sure we can publish this. Yeah, but it looks fucking great. <laughs> what, your butthole or your thumb? Or? The whole process. The, the image in general. There we go. I am back. Uh, yeah, Tom, you, you were you, you were saying something about it kind of being after the PC gaming um, revolution. And I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize that it was the first uh, Wolfenstein to come after the 92 version, as in the, the, the game that kind of kicked off the FPS genre for uh, the most part. There were a few other was, games in between. There was Wolfenstein 3D. There was some sort of Wolfenstein RPG as well. No, no. Uh, so I'm thinking of... Which one am I thinking of? Castle Wolfenstein. Was mm-hmm. that the first one? Oh, but that's not, that wasn't an FPS. Yeah, Castle Wolfenstein was 1981. And then there was Beyond Castle Wolfenstein, 84. But those don't, those don't count because like, yeah, they, well, they do, but I'm just saying. Wolfenstein that, 3D is the first one that went into the FPS mode along. Correct. Alongside correct. Doom. I don't um, know what Spear of Destiny is. I've never heard of it. Uh, set before the events of Wolfenstein 3D, you assume the role of BJ Blazkowicz. Uh, you have to steal the Spear of Destiny from the Nazis. Uh, yeah, but there's not even like a, like a, there's no information about it really beyond that. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're right. So from 92 to 01, there was a gap. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought, um, I thought that was, uh, that Castle Wolfenstein was uh, some sort of mid 90s FPS that I'd missed or something just because this one's called Return to Castle Wolfenstein. But yeah. clearly, uh, clearly not. So, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... It, it, if you're not familiar with the Castle Wolfenstein, it is a alternate history style FPS. Um, I think when you get so, into the... Huh? So to interrupt you, I've got Wolfenstein 3D Spear of Destiny is a prequel to Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, 3D. It's developed by id Software still. Um, it uses this, it used the same Wolfenstein 3D game engine with slight improvements and modifications. It uses most of the original's resources and adds new textures, music, objects, enemies, and bosses. Um, it's like yeah, old school DLC. Levels, yeah, yeah. yeah, almost. <laughs> well, the, the cover at the top of the cover it says a Wolfenstein 3D graphics adventure. Ooh. Yeah, sorry, I just thought I'd pop that in there before you no, got too far. Fine. Yeah, oh, so yeah. Wolfenstein kind of uh, revisits the world war ii era with a little bit of a sci-fi twist on it as well um and especially in this one they start to dabble more into because there were those the the rumors or conspiracy theories that during world war ii the germans were dabbling with the occult and wolfenstein latches onto that and that's kind of the foundational basis for what the storyline is within the game so you play as uh super agent army ranger bj blaskovitz and you and one of your British operatives, who is only known as Agent One, are sent uh, to investigate what the Germans are doing. And this is where one of the first differences really pops up, because there are actually some stark differences between the PC version and the console version. Um, the PC ver- uh, the console versions include a, a pretty sprawling introductory prologue level where you're sent to Egypt and you have to investigate the, uh, the German SS paranormal operation. And you show up at this dig site where you find the Germans resurrecting zombies and um, trying to uncover this ancient technology so that they can create 
the super soldier, which is, you know, they've got the, the, these paranormal scientists who through a, a process of uh, science and medical manipulation are trying to create this ultimate super soldier. And it is kind of becoming your, your mission to stop this. But that's where the PC version picks up then is you get captured uh, back in Castle Wolfenstein, and that's where it starts on the PC version. But the console versions, they were actually able to expand on the story, which is a little bit pro- probably more indicative of what they were trying to accomplish with the story. But, the, you know, they had some extra time to put that stuff in there, and they weren't under the gun to get the PC version out. So I, th- I think that extra level would have helped with context, because in if you just play it on the PC version, then there's just zombies, and you just have to accept there are zombies. Yeah, exactly, because the PC version, the first level, you do end up in the catacombs and in the crypts, and it is kind of out of the blue. And here it it, it explains, and you can pick up all of these dossiers and documents that help talk about here's what's happening and why. Also, uh, answer to my question the other day that I asked you guys, um, the voice for Agent 1 is the same voice as Major Zero. Oh. An MGS3 guy called Jim Jim Piddock. Just had a look. Oh wow! I thought it was the same guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Like this game picked up for me after those kind of setup levels as prologue levels. Um, I mean, I'm going to put this out there now. Like I was, I was joking, saying this game shit. This game isn't shit. I famously on this show really fucking suck at first person shooters, and I struggled with this. Like I found this game very hard. And it ruined my enjoyment of it. And those first few levels, the the Egypt levels going through, um, I just generally couldn't get my head around it too well. Um, but once I kind of got through those, and when I got into the actual Castle Castle Wolfenstein, like I definitely started enjoying it more, and I definitely feel like they just weren't needed, those first few levels. Well, I think, though, like Dan mentioned, it, it helps create context, because why are you at this castle suddenly and... What's do you still not get the cutscene where you crash land then? Uh, because after on mine, yeah, I did the Egypt the, the level, and then the whole point then they of go it to the castle the- is after the Egypt level, you are then sent on a mission to Castle Wolfenstein to discover and figure out what the fuck they're doing, yeah, and why. Yeah, every, every, mission, every mission has this cutscene where these dudes are in a room and they chat about what BG is doing. BG himself doesn't speak, it's the president um, and his. Yeah, but Military I Council. honestly tuned out in every single one of them and didn't have a clue what was going on because it was such a dry way to do a storyline exposition dump. Yeah. And it, I just didn't have a clue what was doing. Um, to go off what Mike said before, so I played the PC version of this and I found it PC incredibly difficult. It's really tough. See, and not to downplay that because I get it, that is one of the things, one one of the major differences is that they've, they nerfed the difficulty a little bit on consoles, mainly with uh, the damage that you take from specific enemies. And I played through the Xbox version. Um, and when I got to the end of it, hearing how much of a difficult time you were having on PC, I fired up the PC and I, I honestly blitzed through up to the halfway point of the game in an hour and a half. I don't know. I honestly don't know how right. So I... At the start, I blitzed through it. So the first couple of levels where you're just shooting the Nazis and stuff, fine. And then I got to the catacombs where the zombies were. And before I knew it, they were hitting me for like 40 health per per hit. And I just had hardly any ammo left. And I I had, literally had to get through that level by save, saving 
constantly going around corners. See, and I, I died once in the catacombs because I got hit by one of the traps, and that was it. I don't know how, man. Dan, did you attend be- the Hank Fist school of uh, sniping? Is that why? <laughs> you know, you, um, you, you, you ran out of ammo. <laughs> No, he clearly did not. (laughs) But honestly, I I generally don't struggle with FPSs, even older ones. Which is why I was shocked. Because they're so different to modern ones, are quite hard to go back to. Do you think that part of it might have been that you were using keyboard and mouse and that's not a control scheme that you're used to? No, because I I find it very intuitive and I find it fine. Mm. Like I played through Half-Life recently on PC and that was fine. So the one other thing that I was thinking about that it could have possibly been is that modern FPSs play much differently than traditional fps modern fps there's a lot more tactics and and um not necessarily stealth but it's more duck cover shoot and then kind of maintain a position this one is not that style of game the the ai not super intelligent and their aim is really bad if you are moving so for me the goal and and key to this is you are constantly moving and i discovered that if you are moving towards the enemy their aim is even worse uh, and their hitboxes are fucking mile wide. If you're sniping somebody, I you tr- just got to get I near tried them. This, Eric, and it didn't work for me. They kept hitting me. I don't know, man. So, I don't know what you're talking about. To be I honest, came out of the I catacombs. Very accurate. I don't know if I've played this on the highest difficulty or something. I mean, I've I've got track record from Parasite Eve of playing games wrong now. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to let you swing to the other end of the spectrum if I played it on too difficult. <laughs> But no, I think uh, you you made a you made a mention that you're playing on the uh, bring them on level of difficulty, which was you know the the basic difficulty level, and that's the one that I played it on. And I just I don't know. Yeah, I just found the enemy placement was kind of designed to take you by surprise and sap your health very quickly, particularly on the level after the catacombs where you will get the scantily clad latex. Oh Nazi yeah, women. shiny butt cheeks, ladies. <laughs> Oh, they and were great. They were just placed, always placed around corners where you couldn't see them and stuff. And before you know it, they'd leap out and sap your health. About um, this time is when I discovered that the PC version has a quick save and load feature, which is very uh, useful. I know. I was always pressing escape and then highlighting that and then pressing save. But at but yeah. the same time, I had to be quite tactical with it because if I'd had all my health sapped, I didn't yep. want to then save it because then I'd be going through the rest of the level with four health. So one of the other differences too, Mike, that that actually makes the PS2 version even easier than the other versions is that um, that's right, rub it and go on. <laughs> at the end of each level, you can purchase additional items if you find yeah, any of the secrets. If you find the secrets, but you can choose what you want. The Xbox version, if you find the secrets, if you get all of the secrets, then they just give you stuff. And those secret those secret areas are not particularly easy to find. No, I think I found two, anywhere. maybe three. Yeah, they're great. Through what I played, spoilers. I didn't finish this, but um, <gasps> yeah, through what I through what I played, I think I found two, maybe three secrets. Towards the end of but the I, I just, game, they became crucially important to find those because that's where that's where additional ammunition and health was. And if you didn't find those, you were kind of screwed. So in the mission yeah. later I mean, on, Eric, to- when you inside the big mansion i found a secret which is you shoot a portrait of hitler and there's a switch behind it which opens a door yeah <laughs> so, what were you saying mike i say further to dan's point though about enemy placement and stuff like that i personally found i mean this game was a bit of a come down to earth for me because 
on the show we've played Half-Life kind of counts, but I wouldn't say completely, but we played Halo, which I think my first person shooter skills, because my first person shooter skills were just basically zero at that point. Played Halo, got through Halo. I feel like my skills got better through that. And I remember I played Wolfenstein The New Order after that. And I remember Hazel was watching me play that. And she goes, have you got like you got better because of Halo? I said, oh, I must have done. And then obviously I've been playing Warzone with you guys quite recently. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm actually getting to a decent kind of level where it comes to first person shooters. Like I'm passable. I'm not an expert or anything. I'm not any kind of like Twitch shooter or anything like that. Then I went to this and this was just a major fucking come down to earth <laughs> because I just couldn't get on with this at all. I, I, I played on PS2, but you know... The kind of jankiness combined with my lack of skill, plus the enemy placement that Dan was on about, like I felt like there were certain areas through the bits that I played with the enemy placement that you physically couldn't actually do without losing health. See, like, I think there are actual um, sections where you I, yeah, you, you can't avoid agree with that. I, also, FPS on PS2 that that was a rough time. Yeah, it was. Try going that, back to the original Kill Zone. Fuck, that, that was good. a rough man. Oof. Like. FP, that's that's where the Xbox had really come into its own with with Halo and and other games that came out for that system, especially when they had the offset um, analog sticks and you know, and the triggers are much nicer. And that whole the controller ergonomically is best set up is better set up for FPS than the DualShock Two. So like, yeah, that that is you going from um, a pretty uh, decent experience that is fair <laughs> fair for anyone to like the worst like ps2 fps i think that is one of the worst uh ways mm. to play yeah two ones were janky man yeah because yeah. i remember i played through I mean, medal I of honor played rising played. sun purely oh. by meleeing people with a pistol whip fun times yeah <laughs> um, but no i obviously i played halo on my xbox one and yeah obviously the I mean, I wasn't even playing on like an original Duke. It was playing on the Xbox One controller, which again, I can argue, could argue is, is better for first person shooters. Yep. Um, although Halo is the only one I've played on there, really, because I play Warzone. I played Wolfenstein on PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, you know, this as well, I mean, this is me, my lack of experience of first person shooters, which is going to come up a lot of times as, as we kind of talk about this. But I found a lot of especially in the early egypt levels i found like a lot of the areas looked completely the same and it was quite drab surroundings and i know obviously it's egypt it's supposed to be desert you end up in some ruins and stuff like that and you know losing those modern modern conveniences of a genre that i'm not necessarily that great at in the first place like a map and stuff like that i i struggled quite a bit i mean like i said to you guys like there's one bit where you go down um into the pyramid and there's the tombs down there, and you end up going to the section where you had a cutscene where that lady with the massive tits was arguing, yeah, Helga. Was shouting at people. Yeah, um, and she, you, you find where they were stood over the coffin, and then you, you basically exit the tomb from there. And I struggled for ages figuring out where to go, and it turns out it was literally a door opened up from some guys that came out to attack me that I just didn't see mm-hmm. at all. And I was there. I was there for a good 20, 30 minutes. I asked you guys, like, where the fuck do I go? And Eric assumed I was much further along than I was. So well, I, can, I can beat you on this one, Mike. <laughs> so there is a level later on in the forest. Now, it, this was a bullshit mission to start with, right? So it's pure stealth on a really janky FPS game, which is not very good for stealth, where yeah. you couldn't set off any alarms. And you had to trek from one <sighs> side of this forest area to this other base area where you had to get in a truck 
without setting off any alarms, and people could spot you from miles away, and you had to be incredibly careful. So I was meticulous. I gunned down everybody as best I could, save stating, reloading all the way through. Got to the end of the level, and it decided somehow, despite the fact that I had not tripped an alarm, that I had tripped an alarm. To complete this mission, you cannot trip an alarm. So I got to the end of the mission, and I couldn't finish it. Because the game completely broke itself. So I had to do it all again. And that one mission is the one that's generally regarded as the worst, cheapest mission. And they made it actually a little easier on the console versions. But so when I got to that on PC, I blitzed right through it. I didn't find any issue with it. So I think you did fall into just a weird game breaking bug. Yeah, Yeah, I I did. It was so frustrating, man, because I wasn't really enjoying myself at this point. And I just wanted to crack on. But, you know. I was amazed what so my, my only experience with Wolfenstein um is when I played the New Order, uh, which I loved. Really, really enjoyed the New Order. Now I did have to put the difficulty down slightly on that to play it, but luckily you could do it on the fly. Um but I played that immediately after we played Halo and really loved the style of it and I loved that kind of um it was more science fiction based like i felt like this one was much more almost fantasy based well okay so i was going to save that till the end because i've started playing through the new order now and i'm i'm a little over halfway through and uh (laughs) such a good fucking game it's it's so intense brilliant it's it's right up it's right up all of my alleys but um i like how it picks up directly after this happened well probably what 14 years after but this Mm. really sets the stage this game sets the stage for the modern games because during return to castle wolfenstein the germans are technically losing the war which is why you know they've lost the eastern front at this point and they are researching ways to help them win the war Mm. and that's where they start diving into the occult it's kind of this last ditch effort of okay we have to find something um that's where helga von burlo you know big tits mcsmothery comes in and you have uh, Heinrich Himmler, um, who wants to bring back a ancient warrior named Heinrich, uh, so that that character could then win the war for Nazi Germany. Um, so he founded the Paranormal Division, sent him to Egypt to find all of this shit. They bring all of that technology back, and then you discover in the New Order that the technology is that that doc Yakud or whatever it's called and that allows them to um utilize technology that is thousands of years more advanced than they are which is why they won the war and now nazi germany invaded and occupies the entire planet but this game is setting the stage for that so you're going through and you're you're essentially trying to prevent that from happening interesting i found out as well i mean this might be quite well known but so i might be being naive uh heinrich himmler was actually a real dude yeah oh yeah uh yeah i didn't realize but wasn't he the, 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 head, of the like, uh, yeah, head of the ss he was the dude in charge yeah yeah, yeah. one of the main architects of the holocaust apparently so i should have known that he was a fucking dude and a half right there yeah <laughs> yeah not a, not a very nice man yeah he was bad. Heinrich himmler was a very very naughty man what's interesting though is that this game did release in germany and it had so many changes to it to adhere to strict uh anti-nazi um yeah uh, references and stuff. Was, was so, it just a blank disc 
<laughs> all of the swastikas were re- uh, replaced with the Wolfenstein logo, which is kind of a modified double-faced eagle with a W. It's on the cover of the box art. Um, it's not the uh, yeah. SS Paranormal Division. It's the OSA or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think OSA is the guys. Oh, you're, the yeah, good guys, you're right. The guys you're right. sit around chatting. Um, yeah. Really I had the I had the list of changes up at some point, but I think I accidentally closed it. You know, speaking of the Wolfenstein logo, there was one secret room I found towards the end of the game in on the level actually called Return to Castle Wolfenstein, where the window was in the shape of the Wolfenstein logo. Oh shit! I, I thought it was so cool. It's a little oh, Easter here, egg there. Here it is. I found some more of the differences to it. The Nazi parties just returned. Uh, so they're they're fighting just the wolves led by Heinrich Hollier, which is you know a pun on the name because um, Himmler translates to heaven and Holler translates to hell. So, Ooh. oh yeah, the, the swastikas <laughs> were swapped with the logo. Uh, the let's see, yeah, that's some of the main differences for it. I didn't realize Wolfenstein, the actual castle itself, was based on a real castle. Oh. Didn't know that as either. well. Yeah, uh, I'm going to probably butcher the pronunciation, but it's it's Warelsburg, like W E W E L S Berg. Um, it's in a, a district of the town. Again, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Uh, Buren in Germany. It's in the northeast oh. of Germany. Yeah, uh, as a triangular layout with three round towers connected by massive walls. Uh, after 1934, it was used by the SS under Heinrich Himmler and was expanded into a complex which would serve as a central SS cult site. Yeah. So yeah, Himmler actually used it as well. Mm. Interesting. Learning history through video games, people. Yeah. yeah. I like how this does I've, dabble in it. It's I, I love alternate history stuff like this, and and I think that's why I really enjoy the New Order, and I'm I'm really looking forward to playing um, New Colossus after this. Yeah, because the, the, the more modern Wolfenstein games like actually do a good story where you get yeah, invested in it and stuff like this one, I was just kind of like, I'm just going places and shooting Nazis. Blaskowitz is just an awesome character. He is so personable, yeah. such a neat dude. But um, one not, of the other characters... this one, he doesn't speak. Well, one of the characters that they introduce here <laughs> is uh, Wilhelm Deathshead Strauss. And you know he's carried through into the, the future games as well. And that is a fucked up villain. Um, so yeah. you discover oh, that he is the, the leading scientific researcher and the head of the SS uh, Special Projects Division and discover that he is preparing to launch an attack on London using V2 rockets uh, fitted with biological weapons. Um, so that's where that, that missile base comes in and, and you have to commandeer the Cobra rocket plane and fly it to, to Malta. So there's, there's a wide breadth of missions that you're doing within this game. So I, I personally really enjoyed the variety within. Yeah, the environments weren't all that varied. But again, I think that's more of a limitation of the time and the technology. And we've kind of become uh, accustomed to really intricate, complex, detailed environments. And, and looking back at it at the time, I do remember being impressed with this game because it was somewhat open world like you get to that that stealth mission in the forest and there were two or three different ways that you could take through it whereas up to that point you know you look at like medal of honor um frontline and what's the other allied assault they were super linear it was like here's point a here's point b here's your tunnel to walk down shoot people on the left shoot people on the right and the people in front of you this gave you a little bit of freedom to choose a path in which you wanted to go which looking back on it sucks because you didn't have a map yeah, I think this needed a yeah. map. Yeah, but it really, did. oh yeah, it really did. 
I don't know. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. And I think maybe some of it is my nostalgia for it because this is the game that got me into uh, online multiplayer because the multiplayer for this on the Xbox was stellar and I've put hundreds of hours into it. You couldn't save though, could you? Because you go through the campaign together, but you couldn't save it. Oh no, I'm talking like online multiplayer where you're, you know, it's like deathmatch. They, oh, I'm talking about split screen. Sorry, yeah. apologies. Uh, split screen is interesting too because you can play through co-op and it changes the story a little bit because in, in the main campaign, you land in or you're captured uh, with Agent 1 and you escape from your jail cell and go up to see Agent 1 laying on a table being tortured, but he's already dead. So if you he play did, bitch. if you play co-op, you make it up there before he dies and you free him and the story slightly changes moving forward where all the references to him being gone, you know, he's obviously there with you. Yeah. So when you were talking BJ's about just like, oh, it's so sad that he's gone and then he's like I'm right behind you. <laughs> what Dan? So when you were talking about um, enjoying it overall, I wouldn't say I've played a lot worse games, but I don't think overall I enjoyed it that much. I felt like a bit of a slog most of the way through. There were brief glimpses of enjoyment when I was kind of blitzing through levels. I was shooting natties. I got in a bit of a groove and then suddenly it would throw this huge difficulty spike at me and I was just everything ground to a halt again. One of the best examples I've got is one of the bosses. The super soldier is ridiculously difficult. Yeah. And then they become a regular enemy as well. <laughs> it's, I think what so, also, I think part of the reason I enjoyed this as well is because Ellie was, so my new game room is set up where I've got my uh, flat panel and then my CRT next to it. And I've got a large enough. your cat piss in the corner. Yeah, fucking cat piss behind me. We're golden. So Ellie would be sitting there playing Minecraft or or Pokemon or whatever. And I'd be playing uh, playing this. And she would just occasionally sit there and watch it. And she started narrating as Hank fist as I was playing. It's so fucking funny. I'd be kicking. Like I would just kick the doors open and just hear from her. And be like Hank fist, put them up. <laughs> You're my kid. Are you <laughs> too much influence no, on that? No DNA test kid. needed there. But no, I get it, Dan. I, I understand. It's not, it's not the best, but I think it's, you know, you guys have been talking a lot about the new Wolfenstein games and, this set the stage for that shit so it's good to go back to yeah it's just part that i think it's just part of the time and if you do play an old fps they are generally quite difficult and it's just part of the junk of the era and not having Ooh. that ability to like duck behind a crate as easily as you would in a modern game or something I, like that i tell you what though for the time i loved how hyper violent this game was the grenades were my fi- grenades rocket launchers and flamethrowers because what was awesome about the grenades is if you knew that there were a group of people in a room so if you would walk in and die you would reload but you'd know those people would still be in that same location so you could take a grenade cook it and huck it in there and you wouldn't have to guess if you'd hit them because you'd hear this wet explosion when they would die because the bodies would just disintegrate Never got tired of that. I quite enjoyed the, the thing here the about the minigun. That was fun. Oh, and the, you just keep shooting them and eventually it would just... <laughs> rocket launcher was great. Flamethrower, awesome. 
I'm just reading a thing here about the weapons. Greymat Studios uh, really did the research for this in-game. Um, like the following guns were commonly used during World War II, so there's the Luger, the MP40, the Sten, the, uh, the Colton, the Thompson, the Mauser, and stuff like that. Um, it says here that Greymat are even included a temperature gauge for the Sten since the yep. real-life counterpart had a tendency to burn the hands of the user if the user sustained fire for a long oh, period yeah. of time. I tell you a, what, though. A sizzling sound would trigger every time your hands would be burnt. The developers also took great efforts in modeling the guns and stock cartridges. That Sten, Dan, uh, was probably... Yes. Some weapons in the game are fictional, but the M1S Snooper rifle does actually exist, apparently. That Sten, when I played through on the PC, that was the gun that I used almost exclusively, despite it being overheating, because it was so powerful. If you could just time it so that you wouldn't let it overheat, it would cool down really quick, and it would kill people twice as fast as the MP4. See, I did MP4 for the most part, and then when the paratrooper rifle started coming into it, that was the one I used pretty much exclusively for the rest of the game. Yeah. When I could find ammo for it. I don't know. I was, I was pretty stocked up on it, but the, the Mauser, once you get a sniper, or once you get the scope for it, um, you can actually walk with the sniper scope up. Because if you move too quick, then it, it automatically pulls it back down. But if you zoom in, you can actually take little baby steps. So if you know where somebody is, you can zoom in and then take a couple quick sidesteps. But what else is neat about the PC version is that Q and E will allow you to lean. There was no lean option on the, the console versions. Yeah. Actually, so that was pretty... This one wasn't made by a fat development team, so that's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Tom? I think that was pretty early to have that. I remember when FPSs started including that, the whole, like, uh, leaning... Yep. Um, Trying to think of another game that did that, that was that kind of age. But this was like, is it 99, this game? 91. So I've got a question, no, a question for you, PC. Oh, this was 2002. I've got a question for you, PC spaffers. Um, 2001. So on PC, the scope was tied to the mouse wheel, so you had to click it. Yep. Is that yeah. common? I would normally have right click Yeah. as a scope. Because it's... For on this, it was either a crapshoot between whether I was going to activate my sniper scope or get out another gun because the because yeah. the wheel was also used. What for bothered me about guns. it is once you were scoped in, you would think that scrolling the wheel forward would zoom you in and pulling it down would zoom you out, but it was the other way around. That inverted life, son, drove me nuts. And then all the guns were tied to the keys on the keyboards, like one, two, three, four, five, and that's stuff. That's always but good. I like that. That's just but a then standard. I never understood yeah, how normal. you would like cycle through your machine guns, for example, because they were under three, and then it brought up all three, and then there was no way to cycle between them. Scroll wheel. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even press buttons? But there was no, there was no way of telling like which one was which. You kind of had to remember, and it was, it was. I can't tell you how many times I pulled out the wrong gun in the middle of a firefight. But no, yeah, it is normally would be right click to look down the site generally so like, and sometimes that, it's, why that would be confusing yeah sometimes it's hold down right click to keep it up yeah but yeah dan to your to your point about the difficulty spike once you get past the uh secret weapons facility and then you have to start heading to death's head playground in the norway ice station and then you discover the x labs with the super soldiers and then you end up having to go back to actual Castle Wolfenstein again. That's where the, the, the game takes a vertical trajectory. Oh my god, what about those enemies where they were like all torso and they had electric attacks? Fuck those things. 
because they would they they'd could, be able they to could jump your health instantly. They'd be able to jump across the map at you, and if you didn't hit them with a rocket launcher immediately, you were toast. Mini, I mean, it's telling gone. the difficulty of this later on was telling when Dan messaged into the group, and I quote, "Eric, this game is harder than Bloodborne." Yeah, <laughs> but I've you know really what, Dan struggled. I am genuinely proud of you for finishing this because Thank I you. was proud I was myself. fully prepared to give you <laughs> endless shit. <laughs> because I got bullied into finishing a 40-hour RPG. I think you could be bullied into finishing a nine-hour first-person shooter. <laughs> I think it lasted longer than that because I had to do re- redo levels and stuff. But, you know, yeah, I, the last boss for me was incredibly easy. Yeah, the only boss, the only final boss that I think was more disappointing in this... It's not spoilers. Demon Souls. I've said it before. Horribly underwhelming final boss. I don't know. The last boss of Final Fantasy X is a bit underwhelming. Spoilers. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> Man, I'm is that nine. Oh, well, considering nine, yeah. nine is God. terrible. What is that about? Why is he there? Which one? Necron. The end of Final Fantasy IX. Oh, yeah, because. It's just like, well, Kujo wants to destroy the world. Very so phoned in that ending, isn't it? <laughs> what are, I'm yeah, trying but, to think of what some of the other bosses were in this... Uh, so you've got the the giant zombo dude who chucks the ghosts at you. Mm. Where the go if the ghosts hit you, they blind you and sap most of your health at the same time, which is not fun. Oh yeah, you're talking about Alaric. We're right before uh, Helga explodes and dies. Yeah, her tits got too big and she blew up. Well, what was the point of her being there? She wanted to find the the dagger, right? Because. Yeah. I didn't that could have break. It. I don't know what happened on this game. Yeah, so uh, Professor Zemf warned her that taking the dagger could break the inner seal and then release more zombies. So he wasn't going to give her the dagger. And Helga killed him, which is a pretty intense scene. She's like, fuck you, and just shot him in the head right there. Took that, uh, opened the seal. She ended up killing her. And then Alaric became the beast, and he was kind of this big, fat, amorphous blob type character. That battle kind of sucked, but TNT made it a lot easier. Because I'm TNT. I'm gonna marry. <laughs> I so believe that was on Tony Hawk 4. Uh, so we've got the Alaric, the Super Soldiers. Um, how many we different have, We need to talk about the Super Soldier fight because that was so unfair. So is that the, the one where you're, you're in the lab and you start up on the catwalks? Yeah. And so, he, has, he has a real gun, which is homing on you wherever you are. And there's like one room to the right where you can kind of get him to loop around and it confuses him a bit. But just to make it even harder, he's got a rocket launcher and occasionally some Nazi dudes pop up on the catwalk above you and try and shoot you. So I'll tell you what, I found a super easy way to cheese this after about my fourth or fifth death on it. It was utilizing that room on the side, and I had 14, 15 grenades at the time. And uh, I would stand, because it was just a, a, a rectangular space that you could come into from either side. And I got him on one side of it, and I would pop around the other. I'd cook a grenade and throw it so it would land just on the other side. And if you were on the one side of the wall, he would back out and then go stand on the grenade as it would blow up. And then I would... It moved back down to the other side, throw it, just rinse, repeat. And I just had him walk back and forth on the other side of that wall and hit him with 14 grenades and then pulled out the minigun and killed him. Never took a shot. Damn. See, what I, what I did 
was die about 25 times and then got really irritated, ran to the other side of the room, picked up all the armor that was in an alcove, got out of the minigun, charged at him, shot him to bits, and he died. Because I was just getting frustrated by that point. I had no intention See, that it would you work. you took my advice. Run Hank towards fist. people and shoot. Hank fist with the venom gun. Fist. Stick him up. Stick him. Stick him up. Stick him up. Oberstatten. Hands up. Open the window. No, no. Close the window. <laughs> close, close the window so I can go through them. Close. <laughs> Oh dear! It's his German cousin <laughs> Hans Fist. <laughs> Hans Fist. What about Hans's vest? That's his German cousin on the other side of the war. But yes, yeah, Super Soldier sucked, and then they become a, a standard enemy in the X Labs. Thank God they didn't have the. Um, so that they were actually before the Super Soldier boss. There was other ones. Yes. which had rocket launchers and miniguns, which wasn't fun. And then they chucked in a homing railgun thing, which you can also get yourself. Oh, man. So there was one section, I don't know if you found in the X-Labs, this secret room that had a ton of stuff in it, which was desperately needed at the time. But she had to find this really out-of-the-way uh, vent system to to navigate your way through. And you drop in, and you're in this surgical room behind some glass and then a, a door that you can open from that side. And as soon as you pick everything up, the super soldier busts through the glass and just annihilated me because I was not ready for it. Oh, yeah, I did find this door. But yeah. I pissed off because I saw him outside in the corridor and then I heard him banging on the door. So I was like, I'm getting out of here. No, I got I think that was the whole elaborate section where you had to go through the waterways. Yeah, it was. I got fucked up. Which is random because it's one of the only bits in the game where you go have a swim. Uh, one of the other bosses is this, she looks like some sort of sadomasochist, uh, Castlevania style, leather bound BDSM woman. Who was that? She was at the end with the final boss. She was, she was just summon- trying to summon Heinrich. Yeah. She was summoned Heinrich and then he turns her into a zombie and then you fight her as a zombie alongside other zombies and Heinrich. Such Heinrich a dis- is an undead Saxon prince who the Germans are trying to revive for reasons. Because they think that he can win, win the, the war. war. But why? But then in the process, instead of him winning the war, they now have discovered all exactly. of this docky herd or whatever the hell technology it is. Why well, I like going to summon Heinrich and he'll win us the war. <laughs> <laughs> Those famous Geordie Nazis. Oh, can we talk about the accents in this? Because their accents are fucking ridiculous. They're the most. I know, like, you know, when we started talking about this earlier, was jokingly doing the exaggerated German accents. But honestly, this game is just that. It is just absolutely awful. It is. But you can tell then didn't use real German guys. No, yeah, that that's totally that's the reason why I'm just saying all this because it's just. They are they are comical. It's like it is like a bunch of uh, um, it must be like British or American people just putting on fake accents. Well, at least they. they I love that. Uh, at least they try. Helga when she was yelling at the guards sounded like Frau from Austin Powers. Like send in the clone. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> might have been her. <laughs> But no, the, the, 
you'd, you'd be going through like some uh, like the tomb or anything or like Egypt bit and like the next bit. Oh, what is that noise? <laughs> so stupid. It's like almost like camp comic book movie levels of bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric, did you know on the final boss that you can drop the big block that's hanging off the crane on him and it does tons of damage? Nope. Yeah, I, I didn't either. It's apparently a well-known way of cheating your way through that boss. I don't think you needed to cheat because it was already easy enough as it was. This is true. So all I did for that one is Quite get the real gun out, which killed all the zombos, and then yeah. um, just wheeled on him with the minigun until he went down. I don't remember yeah, the Yeah, I'll that I not, didn't really get to any of the fancy like futuristic weapons because uh, I enjoyed that in New Order. Are you sure it was the real gun? Mm-hmm. It's a something gun. It's a it's a, it shoots electricity and stuff. I don't know if I picked that up. I don't know where I got it from. It was just in my items. Oh, the Tesla gun. Ah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun to shoot at the the Nazis because it would just liquefy them. Liquefied Nazis. <laughs> Tom, dare we ask how far you made it? Uh, I made it to the rocket base. Okay, so a good good halfway. Not too bad, Much but I didn't get enough time. I didn't give myself enough time. Where did you quit, Michael? Uh, I was Egypt. Two or three levels after that tram, the like the tram car thing. Oh, so, right, oh, so you got to the village? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd met up I'd, uh, a few, like maybe a level or two after I met up with that Kessler guy, which I think is after the so tram. So did you even Kessler? make it to the defiled church? No, I don't think okay. so. Doesn't ring a bell. Got it. I've I've had a couple of really hectic weeks yeah, at work as well as combined with me being shit at this game. So I expect to see the credits before our next show. No, I'll be playing the next game. Nah. Oh, I have almost finished Grandia. Oh shit, son! Really? Yeah, I've been chipping away at it because yeah. I I never Didn't finished it. So on. care to give us? So really, uh, I really thought you'd put that down. What do you think? Uh, it, it's getting stupidly hard and I'm yeah, having to like go yep. all the way back to previous towns to buy new items and then it's constant I'm constantly in menus trying to discard stuff that I don't need and it's, yep. it's becoming a bit of a slog but I, I still like it I still like the charm behind it so gotta get I'm through it so you can play Grandia 2 which is a lot better yeah Grandia 2 is a lot better isn't it I just, <laughs> god damn it always play the sequel someone told me no that person is wrong always you gotta play, play the, the first to get to it um <laughs> Back to Wolfenstein, there was a film that was announced. That well, was? Far- yeah, yeah, I don't think it happened. So in 2002, it was announced uh, with Rob Cohen set to direct. Um, nothing happened with it for quite some time. It was going to be kind of a collaboration with the uh, id employees. Um, at the time, it was still in the early stages. Then on 07, Variety confirmed Return to Castle Wolfenstein to be written by Roger Avery and produced by someone... Uh, Samuel Hadida. And then on 2012, Avery signed on to write the, and direct the film. It's kind of being described as a mix between Inglorious Bastards and Captain America, which, if it ever came to fruition, would be fucking awesome. And what I don't see... I, I don't see movies. why... Hey, video game movies have, have come a long way since Blood Rain and all of that. But... Uh, I, think we, I think we hit the peak with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. How about the Ninja Turtle movies? <laughs> Those movies are great. They're not based on games, mate. Yeah, they're not based on games. They're based on comic books. Which there's also video games. 
<laughs> yes, but the, comic, the, the game's a bit. Here come the heels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let me get on my my red stilettos bit. real quick. <laughs> another couple of bits I've got on Wolfenstein. Um, in the Balkans rocket base, pasted on the door of a badly scorched airplane hangar at the airfield, there's a note warning air crews about cooking coffee in the fuel distillers as it can cause explosions. The note is written by a major Vorstig, German for careful. <laughs> Um, sure the five people chosen for assassination of coffee. Yeah, was his foot burned? <laughs> the five people chosen for assassination in one mission are names of the Germans in the TV show Stalag Thirteen, which is AKA Hogan's Heroes. Um, do, 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 do. And there was one thing here. Yeah, uh, in March two thousand eight, United States Department of State published a report to Congress, which was called the Contemporary Global Antisemitism, that described Return to Castle Wolvertine as an anti-Semitic video game with no qualifications. Um, and it picked up an article originally written in two thousand two in the New York Times um, regarding the recent introduction of Nazi protagonists in online gaming markets, especially with this and Day of Defeat. And it was published nineteen days before Medal of Honor. Uh, Allied Assault, which obviously shares uh, Nazi protagonists and everything like that as well. Um, Chief Executive Edited Software basically said the trend you're seeing with new games is to some extent a reflection of what's going on in culture. For instance, you've got games with terrorists and counter-terrorists and World War II games such as Return to Castle Wolfenstein and Day of Defeat reflect what we see in popular movies. I don't, don't doubt there's going to be people to go out and distort what the multiplayer game experience is and say, oh, I can't believe you guys did this. There are a lot of critics of the gaming industry and they look like things to criticise. Mm. So basically, yeah, they're trying to say that it was uh, anti-Semitic because you could control uh, There's a thin argument. Nazis in the online. Yeah. Interesting. I thought it was interesting that the PS2 and the uh, Xbox versions had different subtitles for it. So um, the Xbox one was uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein Tides of War and PS2 was Operation Resurrection. Ah, oh, that's funny because the version I played was called Return to Castle Wolfenstein. <laughs> No, I'm only joking. Like, I'm, I, you know, I did see some good in this game. I'm sure if like I, could, I was any good at it, I probably would have enjoyed it. Would nah, you? I'm but... quite good at FPSs, and it was still a bit shit. So, yeah, the first person shoots is just not my jam. I just need to get better. I'm, I, I think I'm going to play I, I, my big gate home game at the moment. Is um, I've just started Plague Tale, but I'm, I, I think I might get around to playing Wolfenstein: New Colossus. I'm, I'm really so looking forward to finishing out. Uh, the new order my one complaint and i i guess it's not even a complaint for me it's just more of a a pacing issue is between the major missions you head back to the resistance base and you have Mm -hmm. these little odd jobs to do that just like hey go find this power saw so you can get me a piece of mold and then you grab it and you fall down into the sewers and you have to work your way back up and it to me that's unnecessary fluff like, just let me grab the fucking saw, cut the piece of stone, and go back up there. And there's more Nazis <laughs> outside that need to be shot. I don't need to crawl through a sewer and shoot a robot. See, I, I really like that. I really like that. I liked the character development in there, like um, Max House, uh, yeah. finding all of his little toys. Um, it's it, There's oh, so yeah. many neat characters in there. That and I'm, you would have different cutscenes to me as well, because I saved, saved a different guy. So you'd oh, have different, yeah. different stuff. Yep. I can't remember which one's which, but there's some ludicrous story beats in that game. They're they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, go, going back to kind of Wolfenstein, the, this Wolfenstein, I think going forward with the show, you know, I I, I just don't think Halo was an exception because I thought Halo was great, but I, you know, I think I was playing old first person shooters. I don't think I'm ever really gonna 
enjoy them as much as you guys. Like, I'm always going to try. Like, I did try with this game, but, you know, I just had very little time and I found it hard. But I think just, yeah, whenever we have a first-person shooter on the dock, it just... Don't expect me to enjoy it as much as you guys do. <laughs> That's all right. Every now and again, a Kingdom Hearts comes along, Mike. This is the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, like, when I feel bad about not finishing a game, I do remember that um, Jess used to be on the show, who never finished any games. So. <laughs> or started many. <laughs> yeah true it's a low bar yeah you guys honestly you need to play new colossus just for this one story section it's i want to tell you about it so bad because it's so ridiculous but it's so good spoilers since, since i didn't even know there were story 10, sections hey, Dan, hey? hey? Yeah, i just i just ruined games mate. that's me job. <laughs> i was looking at some graphical it, comparisons is that your actual job is that what you get paid for <laughs> Spoiling no, me. that's just um, photoshopping Eric's head onto things, pretending to <laughs> occasionally design things and stuff. I was looking at some graphical comparisons of Wolfenstein, the new Colossus versus New Order, and I already think that the New Order looks freaking fantastic, and that game is five yeah. years old at this point. Yeah. Jesus, New Colossus just looks incredible. Oh, the cutscenes cut in New Colossus are something else. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So I think I'm going to have to actually take the wrapper off of that one because I'm all about it. Oh, shit, Tom. Um, it was on Game Pass for a while, Eric. I don't know if it still is. Here's the oh, you special don't have to unwrap it. box. Jesus Christ, Tom. You sleep in that the, thing? Uh, Blaskovitz figurine in there. That's why it's so big. Didn't you get that for in super fact, cheap at Best fact, Buy? So- Got it for 30 bucks, man. Jesus Christ. If you open in fact, it. Eric, if you can wait, obviously Wolfenstein's Bethesda, so it will, if it's not on Game Pass still, it uh, will be soon. Youngblood is on Game Pass, which I heard is shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, not Yeah, I've good, heard that shit as well. No, but New Colossus was on there, but with the whole new Bethesda thing, when that kind of goes yeah. ahead, that will be, if, you, if you're wanting to keep your version sealed. Is Youngblood an entire game, or is it a little expansion It's an thing? entire game, but it's a sort of a co-op experience, but it didn't do very well. Do you play as... That's uh, weird RPG elements, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you play as BJ? Such a shame. No. no. You play as BJ's daughters. Yeah, yeah. Twins. Oh. kids. And oh. also there is that VR one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there is. yeah. Uh, cyber, pi- cyber Pilot? Yes. yes. I remember being interested could in that and then kind of could be, could be forgetting about it. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed this game. It is one of those games that uh, holds a dear place in my heart because I spent so much time with it as a kid. Uh, For me, this game kicked off online gaming and I just remember spending so much time because they had one of those, they they had a a level that was very similar to the uh, D-Day landing, which Allied Assault also had, but it was a multiplayer level and it's just so much fun. I know that there's a Allied Assault was the PC one, but do you remember the PS2 Medal of Honor Frontline. Yeah. That was the D-Day thing as well. I remember yep. at the time it was like really Intense. epic. Really, really cool. Go back to it now. It's very rough. Yeah. Like, oh boy. I haven't played a Medal of Honor game since PS1. I keep wanting to pick uh, up Medal of Honor Warfighter on PS3 because it's like four bucks and went, this game was apparently real bad. Yeah. That series went down. Yeah. Should we take some questions? Yes. Yeah, I've got it. You want to find us on and the questions as well. uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash factory sealed podcast. Mike, you want to do this? Do you want me to take it away? Yeah, sure. First one is from a Zach Foley. Never heard of him. Um, This is one of the few PC games which early on drew my attention away from console gaming. It was super advanced for its day, and I've tinkered with it so much over the years. I still remember some of the command lines and console entries to enable better performance. He goes on about some 
PC shit that I'm sure no one wants to hear. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I still remember some of the command lines and console entries to enable better performance, which at the time I think the apex of graphics cards was the GeForce 2 Ultra, which came with that, which came with 64 megabytes of DDR1. Okay, question. Name a game that had a better flamethrower than Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which the console version came out in 2003. So any game prior to that? Nothing. I don't like flamethrowers in games Dude, most no of the way. time. no way. This is the best. I don't know, man. The fire flower from Super Mario. Pretty damn good. <laughs> God almighty. GTA 3. Did yes. they have a flamethrower? GTA 3, yeah. The flamethrower... Yes. Brilliant. Love that. Just, just just like going up to pedestrians, just <laughs> never got Brilliant. old. Brilliant. Because the, the, the two two flamethrowers that spring to mind with me is Resident Evil 2, the original, and The Last of Us, and it sucks in both of those. I can't. Uh, I quite. I found it pretty handy to reach for in Last of Us 2, actually, at times, for like the huge enemies that would run towards you. Oh, the second one was a bit better, but the, the original. Oh, the original. No, no, no. Horseshit. Son, might as well use a pea shooter. Mm. <laughs> Eric, you look like you were thinking of a, an answer. I just can't think of many other flamethrowers in games prior to this. State of emergency. Fuck that game. I'm putting that on the list next year. Hey, really? Oh, fuck yeah. That game is a hot pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Santos Lopez, after playing Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which is the fifth Wolfenstein game, like we said earlier, have any of you actually played the previous four? I don't think we mentioned So when you beat the Xbox version, you unlock Wolfenstein 3D, and I played through a good chunk of that. But I did I did play uh, some Wolfenstein back in the day. I think Doom kind of overshadowed it, though. Yeah, I don't know if well, you guys are... I don't know if you remember, if you remember this, Mike. Uh, I think you can play Wolfenstein 3D on the New Order as like a mini game. I can't remember. It's on the arcade cabinet. I was just yeah, about the arcade to see that. cabinet. I don't remember that actually. Yeah, it's really cool. It's in the. I, actually, world, play, I, I actually played through it. Did you actually? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat uh, Mecha Hitler at the end and stuff. Yeah, good times. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think... slightly. I think it's slightly different from the original. I think they changed it slightly. Oh, did they? Interesting. I, th- I think it's got kind of. Oh, is there not? It might so be that, in the sequel where there's rooms you can go in and they like old Wolfenstein suddenly. Right, because I'm sure that's where I played it. Um, the one, the thing I love about Wolfenstein as a series in general um, is that they kind of like pay respect to their own games throughout. Like if you go to uh, various parts of the hub world in the order you can see like posters like old posters for the original games and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like just nice touches and just some of the propaganda like posters and artwork are really cool like i took so many screenshots on my ps4 um of like how you would imagine an alternate history would be how you would sell that to like the people um like very like brutalist minimalist designs and stuff that are kind of all scattered all over the world like they've really thought about the environments and yeah i loved i loved the world of the wolfenstein modern games yeah absolutely yeah i i it was such a like that alternative reality is such a that it's so well fleshed out yeah it's so fantastic i love it yeah i look forward to you guys Uh, playing the colossus 
Eric, this one's probably more aimed towards you. This uh, Mark Marcheschi says, this was perhaps my first Xbox Live experience at my friend's house. Did anyone else get to enjoy the chaos of the matchmaking countdown in that? I, I don't remember exactly what the chaos of it is, but hearing him say that does bring back memories of of just the insanity of this. I posted a video for you guys clipping through this. This is the, uh, at the beach invasion level. And just watching this guy run around, I still could navigate this map like the back of my hand with the choke points and uh, where the bomb locations are and where everybody likes to hide out. Uh, God, this game was so much fun online. Mm. Who put that picture in the housekeeping section of the talk? <laughs> Did what? What are you talking about? I've never seen that. <laughs> a picture in the housekeeping section of the talk. Oh, my God. Oh, right. Anyway, sorry. It wasn't uh, me, honestly. Right. Uh, Dalton Sutor, do you gents like the direction of the Wolfenstein franchise has gone? I think we've answered that. Do you think it stayed loyal to it, to its roots? Um, it's I got, think to it's a degree. It's Blaskowitz, isn't it? Yeah, I think to a degree it yeah. actually it, it actually pays a lot of homage to it and really builds upon what they set forth because um, you know, the, the modern games obviously build well off of that. Man, Wolfenstein multiplayer looks really fun. <laughs> It's so much fun. It was kind of like a it was like a bomb based thing where you had two locations that you needed to go and bomb. Um, so you know, kind of like we have in in Modern Warfare now, where you know one team is assaulting and then you'd switch sides and then back and forth. And it was the first person I think to win three. Really, mm-hmm. really rough memory of that. You know what we haven't mentioned? How ridiculous the kicking and the stabbing is in this. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like how his leg when you do the kick and uh, like button, he just and I just love how you can just be like you can be running full bore and his leg just comes straight out, <laughs> and that kick is like an instant kill kick too. Yeah, That's a Hank fist kick. Did you guys destroy all the map boards and stuff like that? Yeah, because there's shit even, hidden behind them. Yeah, you could even kick the Nazi banners and they would get destroyed. <laughs> Did you know that in the PC version you can pick the chairs up and throw them? No, I did not. Yeah, I, I realized no. they moved because one got in my way when I was trying to get through a door. Yeah, you can pick up the chairs and throw them. Huh. Oh, weird. Hesley Haddy. Hey, guys, tried the game. Not sure if it's for me or just the controllers feels a bit clunky. What game... He's got the two questions as always. What game do you have installed in your current system the longest that you haven't touched at all? Uh, I really could, don't have anything installed apart from Modern Warfare because it takes up my entire hard drive. <laughs> Thing you can install. I could do a whole podcast on games installed that I've never touched. Oh my god, yeah, but like the longest. Um, I'm trying to think what I've got installed. Uh, are, we, are we just talking digital here? I'd installed on the thing. Um, I, I bought Ori day one for my Switch and I haven't fucking touched that yet. That's I bought Final Fantasy XII for the Zodiac Age for Switch and that was two years ago. Or no, like a year ago. Yes, yeah, same, actually. Brilliant. And Astro Bot as well for the PS4, sealed. Oh my God, play it. Had it for two years now. Dude, fucking play it. Yeah, I think you'll love that, Tom. <laughs> and then uh, worst purchase that's given you buyer's remorse later on, Destin- video game-wise. Destiny... Two. Oh, shut up. I'm not joking. It was terrible. <laughs> it was not. It was. It was not. What a bag of shit. 
buyer's remorse. Um, I don't generally have a lot of buyer's remorse. Because Kingdom Hearts three, mm. uh, which Maybe version? <laughs> which copy of mine that I bought would I have for buyer's remorse over <laughs> all three? Just one, little one. <laughs> I've never felt. I've, I've said this on the show before, but I've never got to the end of a long game and just kind of gone. Eh. Well, that, <laughs> that was a game. It's the thing, it's the thing that happened. Yeah, that's the Truly thing that happened. That was a game. When, when, it, when it, you get to like, the end of a long game, at the end of an hour of gameplay, Mike then you, you do get a bit like that, I must admit. <laughs> just put it down, you move on to the next one, you do 100 more hours that day. They all just kind of just blur together. Do you want me to run through housekeeping, Eric, or do you want to do it? You uh, missed out Jordan Loffrey's question, Mike. Did I? Oh, yeah, yes. I'm playing this on PS2. What are some of your guys' favourite PS2 first-person shooters? I've not played any, I don't think. Black. Love Black. Better on the Xbox, though. But it uh, is Time Splitters 2. Oh, Time Splitters 2. Yeah, you nailed it. I would say my absolute favorite, though, is uh, Red Faction 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fair. But then you've also... I would then say this as well, but I think it's better on the Xbox. Um, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat was really good on the PS2, mm, despite it being okay. one of those cross-generational Wait, games. Xbox has no games. <laughs> oh, the modern Xbox doesn't. <laughs> the previous oh, ones okay. had oh, plenty sorry. that's My before okay. microsoft decided to shut down other studios uh kill zone i never liked kills i didn't unfortunately until maybe Shadowfall on the ps4 was a little little god better. i remember Actually, when kill zone 2 came out you know i took what? the day off from college to go pick that up and play it fair i i it's one of those rare series where i prefer the portable games to the main console ones yeah kills on mercenaries kills really on liberation on the liberation, psp yeah. is really underrated Yep. Um, and Mercenary on the Vita is a technical marvel. It is incredible. The multiplayer on that is so good, too. Yeah, really good. The Medal of Honor games are extremely dated. Uh, They're still still decent, though. Um, I want to say Snowblind wasn't horrible. It's kind of one of those... Snowblind? Yeah, it's kind of one of those that just kind of faded into oblivion, but... (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of any others, to be honest. The Battlefront games? Those aren't really first person, though. Well, no, they were third person on there. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can do first person mode on it. Maybe the Ghost Recon stuff. Those are third person, too. Oh, no. No. Were they? Yeah, they were first person. They're first they? person, but you can't see the gun model on the early PS game. Yeah, that's right. Which I hated. <laughs> How were the Brothers in Arms games? I never played any of those. Not as good as Brothers in Legs. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> That's it. That's the last question. <laughs> For fuck's sake, stop putting these photos in then. Uh, do you want to take housekeeping, Eric, or shall I? Uh, I <laughs> Jesus Christ, stop it. <laughs> That's Helga. All right. The Halloween fan vote uh, will be taken down at the end of this week. So this Friday, it will be taken down. Uh, Guess who's winning? Uh, we need to vote for mine because mine's going to be the dark horse of the competition. I will give everybody I have a reminder $100 what the games who are? votes for mine. <laughs> I thought we'd already done the Halloween votes. It's up, but um, we announced it on the last show. Your so choices are take Fatal Frame oh. slash Project Zero, Left for Dead, Nightmare Creatures, or Condemned Criminal Origins. 
Who's coming up last at the moment? I don't. I, I don't I'm not sure. Uh, one it's, Eric. Peterson it cuts off. No, it, it cuts off. <laughs> it cuts off. <laughs> it cuts off. <laughs> it cuts off at number three. Yeah, it just cuts off. I'm not even sure. Down well, there. I was I can't, I, my mouse died. And I can't click on the dots. So sorry. <laughs> oh no, not again. Yeah, conveniently. Reach uh, down. Yes, Zach had posted something in the community, which I think is really neat. It's under the announcement section. Get to know your community, which I think is just kind of one of those one off little posts that took off. Um, It's really neat to read everybody's little story about who they are, how they found us, what they're doing here. You know, just learn a little bit about themselves. So that's under the the, uh, announcement section. So hop in, have a read, learn about some people. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and before I forget, I should um, I should thank Zach. Actually, he sent me a really nice gift for um, our wedding being delayed, and and a sort of joint birthday gift too, because it's my birthday in a couple of weeks. He sent me one of those scuff controllers on the PS Ooh, the PS4. Yeah. Um, Have you tried really, it? Yet? A really cool piece of kit. Um, so uh, yeah, how like massively grateful. Thank you so much for that. Really, really kind of you. Have you gotten a chance to try it out yet? Yeah, I tried it on uh, on Warzone actually. So good. And on be, Warzone, be careful because you can get really accustomed to all I, of those I, extra I'm buttons. Being <laughs> like, get used to all those extra buttons that will quality your life stuff that you can add to it. Um, when you map, and, uh, jump, and reload down below, game changer. Mm, okay. Game mm. changer, as Dan would say. Game changer. So yeah. Yeah, I went very high pitch there. Why well, I like it a game changer. Why well, I like if you're from India. That was not Indian. That was straight up Geordie. Geordie was from India. Well, there you go. I nailed it then. That would be an odd combo. What's our, what we're playing next, Eric? I was going to ask you guys if we could maybe swap this because. Uh, this Wednesday, I am flying back to Wisconsin, picking up a vehicle, and driving back home to Arizona. So I'm going to be on the road. Um, at, you live in Arizona, don't you? I uh, do. Oh, I just realized what you said. <laughs> Ignore me. I'm being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were picking up a vehicle, then driving to Arizona. Is that no, no, no. no, no. I'm flying back to Wisconsin and then driving home. <laughs> yeah. I'm being stupid. So. By way of Nebraska, Colorado, um utah and then back down so if you're anywhere in between and there's a good place to grab a beer i'll meet you somewhere for a beer but um i'm not going to have much in the way of things to play along the way i'm going to stop for the night but our next game is supposed to be ape escape well no you know what no never mind forget me that makes sense let's play ape escape because i was going to see if we could swap it with metal gear solid 3 but that's a much longer game Mm -hmm. it is and I was going to play the portable version of that anyway. Mm-hmm. Got to fire up the old piss. Up to you. <laughs> what for? Ape? What for? Ape escape? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm playing it on Vita. Well, I don't Same. have one of them newfangled piracy machines. <laughs> but I'm going to load it up on my my, my modded PSP. <laughs> I got that there old fangled piracy machine. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have pirate machines.
just used to knit boats. And treasure. And they only had one leg. And an hook for an hand. Tiny bird on shoulder. And only one eye. Lovely it were. And we were happy. And we were grateful. This episode of Factory Sealed is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon sponsors, with an extra special thank you to Zach Foley, Sarah Irvine, Santos Lopez, John Weaver, Miles Prower, Drew Barlow, Peabody, Thomas McGrew, Samuel Chun, Phil Gartside, Richard Cutris, Chad Schaefer, Sholto, Nicholas Bradley, Wes Rainey, and Jeremy Lucas.